And welcome back to Scavtech, everyone. Today we are joined by Shudaville, a infamous YouTube shorts content creator who puts out some of the most funniest shorts I've seen on Tarkov shorts content sphere. Really cool guy. Um, I asked him to come on the show and he said, absolutely, I would love to. You guys are really awesome. And I love you so much, Church. I was dying to get on here. I was like, whoa, buddy, calm down. Calm yeah, down. actually, I think I said that. I said, no, I'm really excited to be on a call with Giga. Like, that sounds really great. <laughs> right, <laughs> I, right, said, my, I, I got I, that confused. Yeah, yeah, you flipped that. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be kind of an impromptu cast. We just kind of both got, me and Giga got different stuff going on. He's going to a LAN party tomorrow, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've had a, a bunch of stuff going on. So for those who are listening, I don't know when it'll be Monday or, or later. Um, this one is actually being recorded on Wednesday, the seventeenth. Uh, it's a little bit early, as Church said. I'm off to the Epic Lux Land for slightly older gamers because there's hotel rooms and stuff like this. I know it's crazy. In 2022, all of us old timers are now getting the good treatment rather than going camping. So yeah, it's a, li a little early. Not much has actually happened in EFT since then, but uh, fortunately, we have someone much funnier than both of us, Shudaville here. So, uh, I mean, Shudaville, you, you may as well introduce yourself uh, yeah. for our listeners, for people who uh, may, may or may not know you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so I am a YouTuber and TikToker. I do mostly like short form vertical content. Um, I have done some longer form videos, but not my forte. Um, really just goofy content that's it it's kind of haphazard there's no that's the you know there's no schedule uh, i don't stream uh when i do i gave you a 30 second notice kind of thing so it's it's really just kind of you know uh, whatever but it's primarily tarkov content as well and i've been playing tarkov since oh i think the right before reserve was dropped i don't remember what patch that was um but that's when i started i don't know how many wipes it's been i know last time i gave a number churches chat absolutely like lambasted me they're like that's not that's not the right number of wipes you you know you miscounted it's like all right whatever i'll just start saying when i started playing so yeah that makes sense that actually sounds like a very similar time to when i started playing so as it as it probably doesn't surprise most people i have a i have a spreadsheet with various patch numbers and times and stuff because people keep asking me and i kept forgetting so i started on well, i bought the game on the first of may 2019 and i think i can't remember mm. when did reserve actually come I'm, I'm not actually sure i don't remember but that was uh may, may. yeah it was a, that was a patch 11.7 so reserve came like relatively quickly after that so we probably yeah. started about the same time i would think okay yeah because that was was it what the patch right before they introduced the flea market i had believed like i think i've only ever played since the flea market's been in the game mm. yeah but, I, the flea market was already there when i joined yeah so Sounds like we're about about the same about the same time about the same time, yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Do you do you find it freeing being kind of like a short form creator in some ways? Because like you can try more random stuff, and because it's so, I guess, yeah. quick to do. It's uh, I had like a little. I've had a bit of a foray into TikTok and tried to do some stuff up there. It's it's like the lowest on my priority list. So like whenever <laughs> I get busy with other stuff, it like drops <laughs> off the bottom. But right. like whenever I get onto it and I have some funny stuff to put up, then I I have actually enjoyed it quite a bit. So. I was just intrigued from, you know, you making that kind of stuff as your first and mm -hmm. foremost, how you find it. Yeah, I think, honestly, it's it really is um, fantastic. I know there's a lot of people who don't care for it at all, whether it's just the, I mean, actual, the like vertical format. I know some people really hate that where you see people um, 
I get so many comments were like, how do you play this resolution? I'm like, you dork. Like, this is, come on. Come on. You've got to, you got to be able to critically think a little bit. You know, maybe, maybe I don't play on my phone. But, but um, uh, yeah, it, I was talking to church a little bit about this earlier this week, too, is it really mm-hmm. does let you be very creative with your content because the time investment so minimal. I can spend upwards, you know, the max I put into something I think I've ever put into a short was like an hour. And it was because I was trying to play around with zooming and reversing some of the motion tracking just stuff where i was like if this was a full video though like the time investment is infinitely longer yeah right mm. and and if to to then have to be like oh i guess i gotta scrap it you know one hour of my time not that big of a deal but if you're dealing with something you've spent oh goodness i mean i mean some of these creators i'm sure both of you've done it too where you spend just like a full-time job right where it's like man i spent 40 hours this week on one video on one video of the three videos I have to get out next week, you know? Um, yeah, they're super fun. Uh, uh, overall, they're just super fun. Yeah, I think my little, like, fiddle around with it, because um, I've, I've sort of, like, switched, because I was, like, quite excited to do it, and mm. then I ended up kind of being like, oh, it's actually taking a bit longer than I thought, and I wanted to do something every day, but then I was like, that's not really, that's yeah. not really sensible, like, if you want to edit it too. And I, I found, like, trying to get the right music for such a short clip because i i end up being quite like attention to detail about it because mm-hmm. i'm like oh it's so short that i want to make it like really perfect and as you said i'm spending like an, an hour on it or something and then i'm like well i, I want to get on to do something else so i've ended up kind of flipping around it's like if there's a funny moment mm-hmm. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna send it you know and just right. see what happens that's kind of the, the mode i'm in right now but yeah it is it is kind of weird I've, I've become a lot more disciplined with my editing and it's it's not gameplay either so because gameplay is like very open-ended. You can mm-hmm. do, as I'm sure you're aware, like two loot type stuff, which takes forever. Um, yeah. Or like a lot of the Rust guys or whatever. But, or And there's some very basic, you know, raid cuts, which don't take that long. Um, and mine, I've, I've definitely got faster and more efficient because it's educational mm-hmm. stuff. And it's actually funny. Some of the videos that are kind of like easier technically yeah. are sort of end up becoming more complicated editing wise because... Something like I actually really hate doing the armor guides now at this point. It's like really <laughs> weird because like what do you put on the what do you what do you put on the screen? Right. Like what do you put on the screen? Like, yeah, you right. can put armors there. Right. It's not that interesting. The video is like <laughs> tw- yeah, twenty minutes long. Like it's it's like I've got okay, I've got fifteen pictures for you in twenty minutes. Great. It's like it's just it's just not very interesting. So you have to yeah. think for like, well, okay, well, how do I like cut in some other clips and do some blurs and like motion, whatever? And then I end up with like pictures and diagrams and tables and all sorts of things and i'm just like fiddling around with you know i don't really i don't use after effects really so i'm just like mm-hmm. 15 layers deep of pictures and arrows and pointers <laughs> and circles and i'm like god this t- is taking me forever for like no reason um so yeah but i've become a lot more disciplined in terms of trying not to spend like you know 20 hours on like a single video because yeah it just it just starts to demolish your week if you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then too, if they, that that you spend all that time on doesn't do well, or YouTube just decides like I'm not going to recommend this one, you know, and then you just get punched mm. in the face. You don't have that kind of, um, and I, I understand that shorts run on a different algorithm, but you don't have that kind of commitment to. If one short bombs, but I thought it was funny, it's totally okay because I thought it was funny and it took me 20 minutes. So I'll try yeah. again tomorrow, kind of deal. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Someone said to me that I should open up a a Gigabeef like shorts YouTube channel and just put stuff there because I, I was i've always been very like cagey about putting the stuff on my main channel mm-hmm. um i feel like if you're primarily a long-form person I, I feel like it can get kind of cluttered not that anyone really cares because like no one ever really visits your like profile page everyone right. just gets everything through recommended but i'm still just like kind of like suspicious of it and like i'm not really sure i don't really trust youtube 
<laughs> right. To no, not just exactly. fiddle with the algorithm and then just be like, oh, we're trialing this thing. We're seeing how long form retention works with short form. And now your channel's dead, but like you're one of the mm-hmm. mini creators. So whatever, like they're ne- and they're never going to fix it. And your channel's dead forever. It's like, who knows? And maybe it works really well for one guy and you're the unlucky guy and it just blows you- everything that you're doing up. So I just, I just don't really trust it. So but I was thinking like, yeah, someone said you should open up like a second a second channel just for shorts just to see if you post it on tiktok you may as well post it there like what harm right. can it do so maybe i will at some point i don't know i'm not i'm not really sure the, the algorithms are very bizarre yeah that's exactly what i was about to mention is um especially when it comes to the algorithm portion of it uh what makes shorts really nice and why like i, I feel like i would tell if somebody's going to start streaming or start making you know if they want to make a youtube channel i would say start with shorts because their algorithm is so um it, it's like a rocket ship it's, you know, you get five views, five views, five views, and then one video will do 100,000 views and it pumps your channel to 500 subs. And it's like, I mean, everyone knows how hard that climb is just to get your first 50, your first 100. When you hit the 1,000, it's like, oh my goodness, never thought this day would come. Um, like, I've only been doing this a year and I just crossed like the, the 20,000 threshold, which is um, wow. awesome, especially because it's something that I can just do on the side of like my full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, those algorithms are completely different. But if I put if I put a full if I put like a full ten minute video on my channel, it gets like hundred views. It's like I just yeah. wonder, you know, how do how do those um how do those algorithms interact? Especially when uh, the YouTube partners that we work with will be like, uh, they they assure me that like they're totally different algorithms. They won't mess with each other. It's okay. And I'm like, well, but then I put something out and it don't, like it bombs. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't? So there's clearly something else at play there. Yeah, is. Who who really knows? It's very scary, and I don't know whether they always say exactly what's going on. I'm not sure. <laughs> I really, I really don't know. I mean, Church, you put out quite a few short things for airing at this point, I guess. Like, yeah, um, dude. I've I really like. I've done like a 180 on shorts. I used to hate them, dude. I used to hate them. I didn't like the visual, like, like consuming how you them, or but everything about them. I didn't like consuming them. You know, it's just like I, don't, I mean, like it's kind of nice on your phone. Because it's YouTube, it, specifically YouTube, um, I haven't really dabbled too much in TikTok. Every time I do, I just get caught in, like, cat girl thirst traps every time. <laughs> it's just my weakness, dude. What can I say? It, it knows yeah. what you want. What can I say? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's totally normal. I definitely have... I've never seen that before. <laughs> so we'll talk after, I guess. <laughs> I know a nice therapist. <laughs> or priest, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, no, but seriously... <laughs> I um yeah I hated I just didn't like the format like if you watch a short on a desktop you know you, it's just like like watching Tarkov and that vertical slice is kind of weird any gameplay stuff but after a while I got more used to it and um even editing the shorts I was just like arrowing dude I don't know these things like don't make any money you know what I mean? they're not monetized and you know it's like okay yeah they get some views but it's like what it doesn't really matter but we started seeing um a lot of growth in shorts as far as like people coming in this stream just being, Hey, I haven't seen your shorts. I really love your content, you know, blah, 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 this and that the other. And you get sort of like that. It's like a good way to feed people to other platforms, right? Like the Twitch mm-hmm. is one example. Um, but I really have liked, you know, some, some of the shorts that have popped off have just been like cut, 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 send. And it's just like mm-hmm. the content. Sometimes people, I don't know what people just latch onto it. You know, like, oh, dude, it's so the shorts is so crazy because I swear some of the ones that do the best is like Aaron will like miss one or two shots and be like, 
bro, you missed, what, what are you doing? Your aim is so bad. What are you doing? Yo, bro, I could play this game so much better. I have like 9,000 hours. I got like two D survival rates so much higher. It's like, dude, relax. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on? But I swear, those, when he gets a lot of those comments, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, this short's going to do really good. <laughs> dude, it's going to do numbers. Uh, what game is this? What game is this? <laughs> yeah, what game is this? That's the, this yeah. Time, Which is crazy because it's like, what, what? This is like getting seen by people that don't even consume tarkov content i i would assume when they're asking what game this is um it's it's wild man i, I really like it's so occasionally we'll do shorts where i'm like okay i can like get really creative with some things in here and i'll sink some time to it i have one story about one where i had this idea he was on factory he had like a alton on and you know he's really juiced up and he was fighting Tagilla, and he ends up melee and Tequila to, to death. I was like, oh, I could do like a funny cut with like John Cena, you know, like, watch out, watch out, watch out. So he's, it, when he hits it, the it cuts to a different scene, like big glow bloom. And it's like, I use some like WWE YouTube where they make stages in like a 3D engine and then post them on mm-hmm. YouTube. And then I had Tequila, PMC gears, John Cena music playing, whatever. I spent probably like, I don't know, eight hours in total on that short just for like that 10 second frame because I tried to get it perfect and it absolutely bombed. It was terrible and no one watched, no one cared. It was just awful. But I've had some shorts now where, you know, I've put more time into them, not 10 hours, maybe more like two um, <laughs> to get certain. I mean, part of it is just like rendering time to like get all these like cool slow-mo stuff, but and they done pretty good, and I'm happy. And I really like it because I feel like I can, on, I can like limit myself and be like, okay, I I feel like this short, I don't need to do anything here. The content's like really top tier. Like this is gonna do really well no matter what. Whereas like here, I can like add a little something extra and maybe like boost it up, and I can like kind of get that scratch that itch and do these like cool special effects. So mm-hmm. I I really like it, man. I think shorts is really great. Like the biggest thing is just getting people familiar with your brand. And if shorts yeah. ever does go like on YouTube, like they monetize fully. I mean, they have the shorts fund, which I would love to hear what um, your experience with with all that's yeah. been like. But um, if they ever do monetize it, like play some type of short ads, I mean, you're already like ahead of the curve, and everyone will be trying to get on, get in on the action. But um, I think I actually saw a headline like super recently about a short shorts ads. Mm-hmm. Um, it might even have been. It was like really recent. Can't yeah. remember. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that must be their plan. I'm sure it must be their plan. I think anyway. so, right? Yeah, because as you said, right now, from what I've seen, I mean, I I haven't done any so on YouTube anyway. But they, from what I've seen, they don't really, they don't really do anything at the minute. No, I'm pretty sure. Like, if I let me pull one, I think this one's got like four hundred thousand. Yeah, that's got four hundred thousand views. Wow, hundreds. Uh, Thousands and thousands and thousands of watch hours, and I made four cents. <laughs> four Holy whole shit. cents, baby. So yeah, if you're, it's more about the brand recognition, like you said, Church. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not about to quit my job to be a full time <laughs> shorts creator. <laughs> Go down to the local store and buy some bread with that brand recognition. Yeah, it's real, <laughs> real good stuff. <laughs> I can't even buy a gumball at the at the front of the store from the machines. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's funny to what you're saying actually about the ones that you think um do, do well. Like I think the best TikTok that I did to date was basically someone gave me a viewer kit and mm-hmm. they were like they they memed on me by they, they got me to kill them but they dropped their bag first 
So I killed them and they had just like a Toz and a Yushanka and I was like, oh no. And then they were like, oh no, but the real kit's in the bag after I like ran around for like 30 seconds thinking I have to have to use this Toz kit. But then I just couldn't find it. And I was just like scrubbing around in the grass, just like unable to find this bag. <laughs> and it's the best one of all time because the comment section is just like, look, streamers getting free stuff. Oh, isn't this RMT? <laughs> like the whole the whole comment section was just full of people being just like, this guy needs to be banned immediately. Like I, it was so, so funny. And that one obviously just exploded because of all the mm-hmm. all the uh, the interaction from people, from just people commenting like dumb stuff, which is uh, <laughs> Oh, so weird. So you almost need to make kind of the most, you know, salacious kind of controversial mm. hot take type content that you can to get people to disagree with you as, you know, venomously as possible in the comments to try and boost it up. That does actually, I don't know. It did occur to me. I was like, hmm. Um, yeah. No, that does that does work. I've definitely seen that on a couple of them. Like I've done, I you know, I did just goofy. You know, here's a here's a crummy clip of gameplay but then i found a funny video online and so i dropped that in there and then the, that's what i'd been doing for a while and then mm-hmm. i switched to one where i gave like my opinion on something and <laughs> it was just immediately like why'd you open your fucking mouth why like go back to doing funny stuff and I'm like listen you know i think and i think it was a i think it was something about the flea market before they'd done like any of the um, rmt changes or yeah. um what's the other stuff they've done whatever it's, the, it was about flea changes um, mm-hmm. And then they uh, did those anyway, so everyone who talks shit uh, can eat it. <laughs> I was right, and you were wrong, and PSG proved it. So shut up. No, but you yep. do get very, uh, very potent commenters with shorts and TikTok uh, as compared to regular. Um, I feel, but I, I don't know. Don't know what causes that or why, but yeah, no, people are freaking ruthless on the internet dude they are like dude i <laughs> i don't like i like to see the comments on some of the videos like the shorts and stuff or the ones that i put a lot of effort in but like dude i swear man there's like an overwhelming amount of how do i say this compared to regular long-form content on youtube the amount of like positive to negative ratio is for shorts is like much more significant on the <laughs> negative side. <laughs> I don't know exactly why it should have been said, but people are just like really fucking mean, dude. And it's, it's like, I really, I still should have been I feel really bad for like any shorts only short form content creator, because if that's like the standard, you know, I mean, that's only been our experience with team air wing and about giga I know a little bit about Shadowville, but if that's like the standard, then man, it is rough out there. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's because people on shorts are like less invested in the creator and because they're just like throwing random creators. Right? So you're, you're not necessarily like if you're if you don't know of somebody long form, you probably just aren't seeing their videos ever. So yeah. it's uh, so maybe it's something to do with that. Like there's the only the only kind of like extra take that I have from that is that when I start getting like dumb comments on my long form stuff normally again i'm just like oh man this one's gonna do good because it's usually <laughs> going out to people that don't normally watch my stuff and i just like you know mean because my regular viewers are very rarely mean yeah and so when i start getting mean comments i'm just like oh boy this one's gonna be a good one um because it's clearly going out to other people and i did actually i have had and this is quite rare on on the long form side as, as far as i understand i have had a couple of people say either what game is this or like i don't even have talk of why have i why have i been recommended this video 
um, mm. or I don't even own the game, but I'm just obsessed with watching videos about it, which is quite funny. I, I quite enjoy that one. They're like, I don't think I'm ever going to play this game, but the weapons <laughs> modding just like I'm just addicted to like watching videos about people modding weapons. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even own the game. Um, but yeah, when you when you see those when you see those mean comments coming in on the long form side, like you know you're in for a, you're in for a good one. You're in for a good one. <laughs> Speaking of uh, controversial stuff, I know earlier we were talking how sometimes that can get more engagement, if you will. Um, where do you get off at, Shadaville? Where do you get off at? Okay. <laughs> When did you first find out that you were a scumbag? I've seen you extract Camp D2 on your shorts, okay? What's wrong Yo, with you? Listen, you don't even say, that's only one. I put up one <laughs> clip of the 50 raids I'm camping D2 because I need to get the most kills and impact. Dude, I don't know. People, I I think it was at some point in the beginning. I, I, I actually think it was probably my third or fourth video. Um, I was doing Shooterborn on Shoreline, and it, it might have been near passage between the rocks when that when the green flare was up but it's because it's like one of the only it's one of the most reliable open air mm -hmm. um shooting ranges basically uh and i killed some guy and i just remember it was just a flood of comments they're like you're extra camping you're extra camping you're extra camping um and after getting more involved with other content creators and um watching their content and kind of chatting with them on stream and seeing those like you know the first time chatters that come in with just the the most brain dead take or like they're like oh, i can't believe you're how, why are you standing there for three seconds like oh why didn't you w key like i've never seen a community be able to be so upset by the content that is within the game and it's mm -hmm. like there's all these superficial rules within tarkov where it's like well you can't be too near the extract you know 50 meters back or it's <laughs> right. like oh if you use if you use an impact grenade versus an m67 <laughs> you're scum you know um <laughs> and the list goes on i mean i'm sure you guys can think of a a thousand other you know yeah. oh were you behind a bush like <laughs> you stopped moving <laughs> you might as well not even have whatever whatever that tweet was like yeah. you might as well unplug your keyboard <laughs> oh my god bro anyway. you didn't alert me you were camping in the corner <laughs> bro that's cringe bro that's really cringe that's no, really so, yeah, no, yeah. no ratting no ratting <laughs> no ratting oh yeah man i can't believe that's what i forgot it's like yeah that rats versus chad's mentality i love general sam to death i think he's hilarious mm -hmm. but Oh, that is the most cursed video that ever could have been dropped into this game. <laughs> it's like the rats versus chads because some people have put their whole personality around oh, it, whether yeah. they're just a normal player or a streamer. Like they've just fully become, you know, either the rat or the chad and they just talk about it all the time. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's difficult to think of another piece of content, event, or anything else. That had more of an impact on the game than that single video. <laughs> it's amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. And it just, yeah, it seems like it was such an arbitrary thing for people. Like, it's the video comes off as a joke. Everything yes. about how General Sam's plays is a joke, and it's hilarious, and it's amazing. And somehow, like, I can just see it. There's like this 13 year old kid sitting at his desk two years ago, and he's like, "Yeah, you're." Yeah, rats and fucking chads, and I am a chad. And you know, now he's put TV in his name, and he's he's got like forty viewers. He's calling everybody like, "Ah, you're a rat, you're a rat," you know, like it's just a spiral, man. Yeah, I um, think he he tapped into some kind of fundamental truth. I think that it must, yeah, it must yeah, have been it. Exactly. You know? It's that that it already existed. People just needed a label, and General Sam <laughs> gave the people a label printer. You know, that's right. that's what happened. Um, <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's, it's I I love Sam's stuff. Honestly, it's so funny. <laughs> like, the exit camping one as well is just like actual yeah. comedy gold. Oh my god! And I love but what he that definitely did. changes yeah. the game for the worse. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I but, cut you off. No, no, no. I was I was trying to cut you off, so but you didn't take that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but I was I was really happy what that did for um Exfil Camper's career. I know his numbers shot up after that. Mm-hmm. And he's done really well. But um, I I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched his streams, but um, he has a great chat room. All he does. Oh, uh, well then, great. So you know, like the because he only extract camps, right? His chat room is hilarious. And so I just, again, it's, I, I enjoy the counter to the norm of how like Tarkov is quote supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. Right. And he doesn't play it like it's supposed to be played, as they say. Um, just good. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's good for the game overall. Yeah, for sure. Cause he is like, his, his stream is like, you could, you could label it as just chatting and it would, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that, you know, it would be yeah. just as accurate. Right. And that's the thing. It's just like shenanigans and stupid stuff. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. It's just Tarkov just happens to be running in the background while he's you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> either memeing with the with his uh, with his posse or just like yeah yeah. It's 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 such a different vibe. It's such a different vibe. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it that I wouldn't say I'm a regular, but I have popped in every now and then and just it's it's yeah. I just kind of wanted to see. It's, I think it was when because it's not been a massive topic. Expo camping, I think, is just something that at the moment it's just like murmuring under the surface. Yeah, and at some some stages, it's like blows up into this huge mm-hmm. issue every now and then. And I can't remember. There was, I actually can't remember now. I'm trying to think back. Was there there was a point at which people were like putting bounties on each other? I think it was like oh like a half God. joke. Do you remember yeah, this? It was all over this, the Reddit. Right, yeah. This is a long time ago. This is like maybe two years ago. And and uh, people like trying to get people to like kill the infamous Exil campers, and it ended up it just made them like really popular. And then the streams yeah. were really big, so I saw. I think it was just because I went on the front page of Twitch, and I was like, "Oh, there he is!" So I just like went in to go and ha- check him out. That was kind of the first time when I I went to go and have a look at his stream. So yeah, it's just it's wild, really. It's wild. The any yeah. yes, the any uh, any publicity is good publicity yeah. kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Wasn't that back? Because you used to be able to buy people's dog tags on the fleet too with those mm. bounties. Um, I remember my first wipe. I saved up all my rubles to buy an Aqua FPS dog tag, and then realized I was just poor with an Aqua FPS dog tag. And I was like, "This is so stupid. Why did I just pay all my money on my first wipe?" Oh, such a dweeb. What did I? What have I? What did I do? But, the memes, love it. But I think uh, so, I'm mean, oh, sorry. I was no, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. No, to your point about exo camping, I was just gonna. Uh, it is, I, I, I just find it, it is very interesting how cyclical the conversations around Tarkov are, whether it's, um, you know, you move from, oh, it's cheaters are so bad. And then you move to what's the next one in the cycle? It's probably uh, my raids are all dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, I see. Yeah. I still don't think we've quite moved into the like M62 BP every raid yet. We're not <laughs> yeah. oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. coming. <laughs> Yeah, we're not quite that. there yet, though. The lock behind Grenadier has done some of the work, I think, because mm-hmm. people are just allergic to crafting ammo in the hideout. <laughs> I actually looked at it the other day, and I think that the the craft for BP, I actually think it's a fair price when I looked earlier, because it's like thirteen hundred from Prapor or something. Yeah, and I think if you craft it, it's like nine fifty something yeah. like that. And then you take into account the fact that you don't, you can't, like, you have to do it overnight because it takes ages. Yeah. then you can't do one of the other crafts. So then you have to add the fixed amount that you would have got from that and divide it by 120 and add that back on. And it's about 350 of opportunity cost. So it ends up being about the right, I think it's about the right price. It's kind of the same 
um, as buying it from Prapo and continuing to do like wires or green powder or whatever. It's like, it's very, very roughly the same. But people are allergic to having like 15 hours in my hideout. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. people will not buy it until they have it unlocked from, from Prapo. So I, I do think that the Grenadier thing has changed it a little bit because people really hated that quest quite a bit. Um, probably for good. Have you, you got, yeah, you, you must have all completed it now. I would have thought mm-hmm. I only did it last week. You haven't done it yet, Church. No, nah, I was going to do it. I was going to do a pre-stream, but I got caught up in some editing. Um, I need like uh-huh. seven or eight more grenade kills. I haven't done any on factory, but that, that was the plan to go factory and, you know, get that unlocked and level up. To... You didn't do any on factory yet. No, I've gotten like five with F1s or whatever grenades I had in wow. that time. That's impressive. I have I mean, precisely no grenade kills at all because this wipe I haven't brought in any, so it's kind of difficult to uh, to get any, you know, when you don't ever yeah. bring them in. Yeah, that that does make it difficult. But, um, it does. It I does. did see you trying with the impact grenade last week. I saw there were a couple mishaps too, <laughs> a couple self kills, a couple, <laughs> a couple grenades. We had a few. Grenade. We had a few problems. <laughs> we had a few problems here and there. God, the stream. Which one would it have been? I guess it was Monday. Oh my goodness, Monday night was an absolute travesty. The first stream to come back after a week of being away, and I'm just like, right, let's get back into impact kills. Honestly, I was so rusty. It was so bad. I was playing, I think I did interchange for like a daily or something, and I was sat there with, with chat saying like, have you ever been like, because I've been playing like quite a lot more re- well, relative to what I was previously, and like pretty much every day, like after taking the first week off since this wipe has begun, I was like, do you ever like come back after a big break? And you're sat in front of the monitor and you're just you, yourself, sat in your room, pressing buttons. And there's a 2D screen in front of you with a game running. And like, I'm so like disconnected from the game. Like, I'm not ready to fight anybody. I feel like my character is a completely separate person to me. I was like, I don't really know how to describe this. Because you know when you're playing, you're just in that like flow state of playing and you've got your muscle memory and like, you're like in the, you're like in the monitor. The monitor is all you can see. You're just consumed by the game. Like the first couple of raids back, man, honestly, it was rough. I was just like, it's just me sitting in the room and like I'm tapping this plastic keyboard, you know, it's just like if everything feels wrong, like it feels weird. It's like I'm trying to use my PMC through like two really long chopsticks. Like it's just, just everything was broken. And um, that was the moment I decided, yeah, let's do some impact kills on the on factory. And then, yeah, basically just wasted all the impacts that I bought from Prapor and blew myself up, blew up the wall, managed to throw them at such a short range. Apparently, the point three detonation to save you from dying is uh, is really quite long in Factory, and uh, there were a couple of unfortunate occasions where. Well, the problem is right. If you okay, this is the, this is now a rant about impacts. If you if you manage to trigger that zero point three delay, so you hit a mm-hmm. wall within point three of a second, it then takes three and a half seconds to yeah. go off, like an F one or an RGD. That is altogether too long. <laughs> for factory when you're fighting somebody in cqb mm-hmm. there's not a universe in which you want to have three and a half seconds before the nade goes off after the point three where it lands in the first place so it's actually probably something yeah. more like 3.7 so you're sort of sat there going like do i kill the guy do i wait like the key's <laughs> shooting at me but i don't want to kill him with a shotgun i want to kill him with the grenade and then the grenade goes off and you die and you're like oh man, this is this is the absolute worst so um yeah, so that was that was pretty bad. And then the following stream just like did it in two months. I only, I only needed two kills. I had like ten already from from doing it previously. Just like didn't get any. And then the following one was just like first raid, bam, second raid, bam. It's like easy. Okay, we're back in back in it now. Back in it. But yeah, I, I think it's by far the most effective way to do it. 
but simply because you can pull the pin out and hold it. Yeah, and you don't lose any stamina. Spread around. It's yeah. It's, it's like a, It's like the. It's like having the GL kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Very similar. That actually blew my mind. I didn't know it was watching you. I think it was on Monday because that was when you'd missed a couple. But uh, I didn't know you could sprint while you were holding it pinned. That was a it's game wild. changer for me. That's um, <laughs> absolutely disgusting that you can do that. Yeah, exactly. There's actually so many people that have said that. Like, I might even do a video on it and just be just like, it's going to be like a minute and a half long. And be just like, here's how you complete it. Get to Prabble 4, buy the two nades, hold it in your hand, run around and throw. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Jobs are good. And run around on factory until you do it. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many people who are like, I did not know that you could do this. And the fact that you don't lose any arm stamp or anything means you can just run around infinitely until mm-hmm. it's a bit awkward holding down the button the whole time. And you can put the pin back in too. You can mm-hmm. press your weapon button and you put the pin back in and then you get your gun back out. Like it's not a one and done. You're not, it's not like the samurai draws the blade and needs to have blood before it goes back in. You know, you, you can put the nade away. It's, uh, it's good. It's good. But, yeah, um, I definitely feel like they should yeah. change that. Like you can hold a grenade infinitely i mean i guess like to be fair you're not it's not like a same state as how the weapons work like when you ads you know it's in a different state you're not like adsing with a grenade and like lining it up like hmm, yes you know what i mean it's it it's, it's it's like he's got it you know in a the hip fire state if you will but I, I still think it's a little silly you you can just literally just do this one hand up <laughs> I don't know what the left hand's for. If it's like to like, maybe that's the ADS. You just look between your index finger, middle finger, like ah, I got him in my sight, you know, or whatever. But it seems like a something they should maybe address. But if they're gonna let me magically buff my armor, I'm gonna hold that <laughs> damn grenade up as long as I want. Church, don't okay, you start okay. with me. <laughs> if we're going there, are we? All right. All oh, right. 50% health reduction. I can hold the dang grenade up. <laughs> don't you dare start with me with that. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so any no. any um hot takes from you should have i mean i know you're dying to let me <laughs> are know you, are you leading are you, are you trying to lead a question <laughs> there's something you want you know you want to talk about no no nothing going on here no leading questions or anything All right, listen i didn't hear what you guys talked about last week's regarding these two things so i uh-huh. know this is going to be a little redundant okay first thing getting shot and falling over i I pray, dear Nikita, put that on the ETS first, please. (laughs) I've got got this horrible feeling. I've got, I don't know what it is. (laughs) You know, something about in my head, you know, player control. But um, I really want to test that. Uh, But I do think the the armor buffs just seem to be absurd. Um, Like the the way it was demonstrated when they repaired the slick with the weapon repair kit. It was like 50%. And it could have just been wording, man. It could have just been bad wording. Yeah. But like 50% damage reduction. Like, oh. Throw that junk on ETS while we're at it as well. Yeah, that's that could, needs to be, uh, I think that's, that's a little scary. Thing. I just, yeah. oh, please, I wish they would just use that those ETS servers more. Um, there's so yeah. much cool, goofy stuff you could test. Maybe just cut cut the damage of BP in half, or cut the pen. I don't, like, and just we're not going to put it on live. Like, let's just do these radical changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that anytime people talk about like, oh, just put it on ETS and do the testing or whatever, I just get like. Uh, horrible shivers because i just feel like ets i just can't see ets working the same way as it as the usual regular live servers right it's like they'll like oh we put the full down mechanic in ets and then three people test it half-heartedly for like half an hour and they're like we brought it to live and it absolutely sucks <laughs> and was like why would you do this and they're like well we tested on ets there were no complaints there and it's just like yeah no because 
No one plays it because it's like there's no incentive to play the game there. Nobody plays it like they do the regular game. Why would they? Like, and I, ETS scares me a bit, actually. Like, I used to think yeah. it was a really good idea, but now it just terrifies me. And I think it's almost a scapegoat for like, well, we tested it with the community and now it's been released. Well, it's your fault. You know, it's the ETS tester's fault. It's not our fault because we put it out to ETS. Not our fault that no one played it. You know, it's just... I really yeah, wish I they would let content creators make content from it because, like, I don't know. It's, it's just not very incentivizing for a content creator mm-hmm. to play ETS. Um, I'm sure some do, and they probably give their feedback. But like, if you could actually, you know, be like, "Hey, here's the system," because you guys remember Inertia 1.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was like really fucking jarring, dude. And we know it was on ETS. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't bad, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it wasn't like spot on either. You know. Um, and I'm like scared to know what was the previous iterations of that. Yeah. If there was any, you know. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't actually. I'm trying to think. Like, what does that NDA say? Yeah, be I careful now. Yeah, I'm just not gonna. Yes, I think I, if I recall, there were previous iterations of inertia that were worse. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess the specifics around it, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much you can say. But I agree. I think overall, I think. Uh, I do wish it was more utilized, but there are there are actually players who main ETS. Like they don't play Tarkov unless the ETS is up. Um, because you see them just all in the Discord in the ETS Discord. That's like their game. That's all they play is ETS when it comes to Tarkov because there's less PvP, etc. Oh, okay, that's weird. I was thinking like they they're just like super fans. Like I'm so dedicated to testing out the new content. No, there's okay. All right, (laughs) no, no, no. Gotcha. Um, (laughs) Those guys. I do wish. It, it because uh, if we take the argument of like ETS is kind of junk because like you said it could be junk where there's only you know three people that test something they move it to live and then give it the stamp of like community approves. Uh, I totally hear that, and I think that argument is probably very valid. Um, I just wish then they used uh, the actual servers like our live servers and it like maybe move stuff around more. Uh, you know, utilize our feedback a little bit faster. I mean, I don't even know where most people stand with like the recoil changes. Um, that still feel kind of imbalanced and make some guns feel weird. And I'm not, and I'm not an advocate for like, give me back my, you know, my laser beam HK. Like I, I'm, I'm more of like, Hey, maybe we make these, uh, these recoil numbers matter or mean something or make them understandable to the common player. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we make more inertia changes just for like two weeks on live servers. And if it's horrible or made it worse, we revert them. I think those are the kind of things I want to see if we're truly, you know, using the, it's a beta argument, like, man, let's, let's test some damn stuff. Cause right now I feel like I'm just, waiting like i don't know what i'm testing right now you know if, if this is a beta i don't know what i'm testing this wipe i'm testing my patience with the light i'm just kidding but, <laughs> but you know what i mean but it's just like it's goofy i was gonna say i'm gonna interject real, real quick i it's just like i guess bsg just got so much technical debt i mean there's a lot of like i was listening to veritas he he put out a video in response to the tarkov tv where they killed c Mario. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and i was like dang just watching him go through that experience of like we yes we are removing steam audio and he's just like dying on the inside i was that was funny but um (laughs) he did bring up a good point how like they you know there's things going on in the world that's affecting that studio and where they're located and you know them getting 
they they in theory could have like infinite resources like monetarily speaking but they may not be able to get new devs <laughs> you know what i mean i don't i don't know if they're outsourcing people now or not um, my understanding is they wanted to keep everyone within their location but um anyways i thought that was an interesting point because i just feel like they got so much limited resources in terms of like devs and whatever mm-hmm. and they're just like oh my god we got to get streets done by the end of this year and mm. it's like their debt is so high that it's they they i'm speculating they just don't have capacity to do like these tests or like these balance changes or you know these things like that i mean i don't know it's all speculation of course but what were you, you were gonna say something gay me oh i don't i do remember now i'm not sure um no it's just it's yeah it's it's a tricky one i don't know i i also listened to some of what he was talking about as well with that but i'm sort of in agreement with him that you know if they're under the cash or whatever then throwing out steam audio and like redoing everything doesn't seem to be a good a good solution to the problem <laughs> unless there is something more fundamental to play as you say that means that they're like not able to access further editions of it or they will not mm-hmm. work with them anymore or something like that right which maybe maybe that's true maybe that's the case and i'm sure they won't say anything about it so what they it's what they said they're going to do i just hope it doesn't end up reverting back to the base audio because they don't have any time <laughs> and they just leave it like that right and then that's ship it with the base stack of audio without binaural okay um god i like i do sometimes i do you know i i, I do feel for i do feel for v because i was like browsing through the reddit post about Steam audio, and I honestly, I nearly had an aneurysm reading some of the comments. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, there was like one section where some dude was just like, "It's been removed in twelve twelve thirty," and then someone else was like, "No, it hasn't. What are you on about?" And the guy's like, "I just checked again. It's not there anymore." Right? And he posted this screenshot, and the dude was like, "You do realize that binaural audio is Steam audio? You have it checked on in the screenshot that you sent me as proof that it has been removed from the game." And I was like, "I have to close Reddit right now before I have a nervous breakdown." Like, <laughs> um so yeah i mean a lot of people misunderstand what's going on even at a very Mm -hmm. basic level but um i don't know it just it just makes me sad that that's going to go away because steam audio for me even like this is like way before and this is you know not some kind of like you know you know figured it out or anything it's just when i used both systems it seemed way better to me right at the beginning in terms of locating people and it used to be scuffed for grenades when i first used steam audio but i've used it ever since it was in the game and for me it's always felt pretty good so i'll be I'll be very sad if they end up having to just remove yeah. it and go back to the base. And I just don't know mm-hmm. what their alternative is. Like, yeah, maybe they clean up the, the base system and use that and make it a bit better. But, like, dude, it's it's rough. If they yeah. if they could just fix the vertical audio, then I could probably stand the base system. Because it's, it's, the problem with the base system is you can't distinguish vertical audio at all. And because of the occlusion zones, when you go mm-hmm. upstairs, you just don't hear anything. But, like... And in, in my opinion, the directional isn't as good. Like, you only get one... I don't know. It's been a while since I play on it. And what, what basically it boils down to on the old audio was, I hear something, let me turn towards the source. Like, let me scan my character till the sound source is playing in both speakers, and then I know that he's either directly in front of me or directly behind me. <laughs> so to, the, to now distinguish that, I got to scan left or right to get it to like balance out to the right. So if I turn left and it's more on the right side, I know he's in front of me. Whereas if I turn left and it's more on the left side, I don't know. 
it's I, I know I've done, what you mean. I done confused I myself. And I then know, it, I know what you mean. And then the layer on top of that is like you hear someone, it sounds like they're right in front of you, but there's a floor above you and below you, so you don't know where they are. So you have to like you just run blind blind, basically. You you hear someone like they're right in front of you, you just run. It's like yeah. eventually I'll see them and then you don't see them. You're like, okay, I guess I go fifty fifty either upstairs or downstairs. It's just it's a it's an awful, awful experience. And it's like that's where like the shift of you gameplay comes in because you're also experiencing that and the other person is also experiencing that. And that's usually what happens is like you're both either shift out of each other or one guy is just like stop moving and like oh just like sitting in the middle hallway because he's hearing like ghost footsteps every he's like, Oh my god, where are they? You know, I don't know. Is he above or below? It's just like it's a crap experience. But if they can make that the occlusion zones work a little bit better, um where horizontal is not terrible, I could like kinda you know, drink the Kool Aid a bit. I'll take a swig or two, you know, until they <laughs> improve it. But I mean, that's, Steam Audio is just woo, woo, miles ahead of whatever the old one was doing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I still have vertical problems with Steam Audio. I mean, it's just, that's being layered upon the terrible base and and the occlusion right. anyway. So I still, you know, if I'm in interchange, I can't tell if someone's in the basement or they're yes. on, the, on the main floor or whatever. But like, it's exactly that thing of doing the whole, like turning their head. Like, I don't need to do that on the Steam Audio. I can tell yes. if they're in front of me or behind exactly. me. Just because of this. Because like, well, is, is, I think it's the first module is like the HRTF, I think is yes. the, the first module anyway, which is the one that we have. And so you can kind of tell, at least I can, whether it's in front or back without doing the whole like, but you have to do on the base audio, which is just like, I, I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that really. But yeah, I mean, the vertical's still scuffed on the Steam audio, so yeah, you know, it's it's better, but it's certainly not, you know, it, a, at a least dream and... it sounds different when they're above you. Like if you do get the sound cue, um, because of the occlusion zones, and it it does have like a different EQ profile. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole thing is like if they could just tweak those occlusion zones. Uh, I mean, that I don't know. I'm, I won't go down because I think Veritas is like beating this topic to death. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, um, falling over though. Yeah, man. <sighs> okay. Did it either have you ever uh, one more time? Have either of you ever played Rainbow Six Siege by no. chance? Okay. No. All right. There's a character in the game. Uh, she can deploy little uh, explosives that uh air burst so if you get mm-hmm. near it it's like a claymore and your character falls over for like two seconds and then they have to stand back up and there's this whole animation i am nervous it is going to be something like that where you are hit and there's essentially a debuff timer and an animation playing where it's like you lose player control until he completes the stand-up animation you know okay yeah does the, does the couple grunts um and then you know then the, you're back in control because i think <laughs> think about how many times i've just been running granted like an idiot on shoreline kind of out in the open you get that first snap and your legs like broken and you're hobbling you're like and that's it (laughs) and that is and that's the game it's going to be like that kind of experience but now i i it could be i I shouldn't say it will be i don't know i if it was something that bad that drastic then i'm nervous that it's like the the shotgun guy in the bush that i'm already getting annoyed with this wife he shotguns me once the first time and i'm laying on my ass (laughs) he's just giggling you know blasting me while i'm laying down but um I don't know i heard veritas's argument on it too where he thought it could be a cool thing that actually ends up saving your life right you go down and it gives you opportunity to roll and get to cover who knows um i'm just not a yeah not a big proponent of things that take player control especially in a game as like Tarkov. 
Well, if you still have some agency or like player control, then you know that's that's the thing is like I'm not really opposed or I think it's kind of cool, but like it's all in the details as you're basically saying is like if you take complete player agency with me, it's just gonna be really frustrating. Um, because like you're just stuck in an animation. You're like, well, I guess I'll just sit here and roll around flailing on the ground until my PMC gets up and. I'll just pray he doesn't continue shooting at me. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. that would be like the worst, the darkest timeline, <laughs> dare I say. <laughs> um, we'll see, you know, ETS, Copium. With the, with yeah. that shit up oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to test that with me and, you know, Phil, the only other guy on ETS. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine a scenario where it's just Magnum Buck is just everywhere yes. now because yeah. it's just bam the first one and second one you're on the floor and you can't move or whatever uh, like a, a very simplistic approach would probably be the best one to start with i think if they really wanted to do that where it just throws you into prone for example because i could see that not being you know all of the normal debuffs that you get now when you get shot whatever like mm-hmm. but it just throws you into prone instead i, I was thinking that yeah if you're out in a field i guess you're less likely to be shot I, you could be shot in the leg though if i an MDR or something, and then you die. But I, I was also trying to think in factory. You know, going, going prone is like kind of strong in some ways. Mm-hmm. You're still probably so, going to die. But it, it I, can, I didn't kill a guy the other day because he went prone. I thought I killed him. Did, and then I, ran, I, I ran away. I was like, and the oh. chat was like, he's still alive. <laughs> like five seconds later, I was like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Um, but he just like he just lay down. And I thought I shot him and killed him. So sometimes it's quite quite difficult to. Uh, yeah, especially if it made you go like auto prone in, in a bush where you can't do that normally. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. But um, if you're running and it like throws you forwards into prone, it could be okay. I just, I just think like it's got 99% chance of being incredibly annoying and you just die immediately afterwards. That's just my gut feeling is that yeah. I, unless it's done with extraordinary skill and precision and balance and testing recursively with the community, mm-hmm. a deep partnership between. <laughs> players and the developers without that it's going to be a magnum buck to the leg twice and you're going to die because you're going to be on the floor um right. i just think that's going to be the way no but they did all that testing with like inertia the weight system i remember like we were all very involved in those right wasn't that <clears throat> we had a lot of hands-on time testing no i just yeah, think a lot of hands-on think... time testing the weight reduction to 20 kilos that was you know, really <laughs> really good <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to buy uh, Jesse. Jesse gives him a medal. Uh, I think he has the lowest or the the greatest disparity in strength and endurance. I don't know if you guys saw his tweet. That's he just insane. hit elite strength, and he has level nine endurance. That's insane, dude. I have no idea what he's done to achieve That's that. Insane. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but I, I I'm with you. Where it's like I, I think as as long as the feature is super cool and it adds something to the game and um it's well tested. I'm all for it. Um, I know he did mention what they were talking about, like the ragdoll animations in tandem with that. Mm. So I, and like the, or that maybe that was unconscious state. I should probably shut my mouth. Somebody's going to quote me. No, you're um, good. Keep talking. We'll, we won't quote mine <laughs> or anything. Yeah. No, it's actually you church. You're the one I'm actually worried about. <laughs> it's explicitly you. <laughs> like, um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> just, I don't know. Man, I, I just, just like, like cool stuff in video games. That's all. <laughs> ragdolling off the edge of the, you know, into the into the water on customs or something. You're just like, <laughs> down you go, straight into the water, and you get back up, but you're you're now stuck, you're like ragdolled off the edge. Yeah, yeah. All those I don't know. Spots, you know, you're up on the scav or a sniper 
sniper rock trying to get those done you get ragdolled oh i could just yeah there can be some goofy stuff coming god it would be so bad if you had like no way to like unragdoll yourself you're just like every every <laughs> like tiny little slope you're just ragdolling down and you're just like hands off the keyboard just waiting <laughs> god it'd be awful <laughs> all the way down the mountain god it just like you just like suddenly reminded me of just the terror of when you jump up one of the rocks on the oh lighthouse and it's just like oh. and you just start to do the slide so up bad. and i'd already killed one of the rogues and i was like no 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 so i like crest <laughs> over the hill just into full view and you just hear the machine gun starting up i'm just like no get me back into cover like you just can't move or anything it's like this awful dream where you just you know you're being propelled against your will Oh man, it's it's bad. Yeah, if it feels something like that, it'll be it'll be bad. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll integrate it into these new ragdoll mechanics and that kind of stuff, and uh, it will feel it will feel natural. Maybe maybe it's going to be a, not a very high chance. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it has to be like actually like black your leg and break it or something. Yeah. otherwise you won't fall or, or something like that. So maybe it'll be okay. Maybe it'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, hopefully it'll be such a small chance of it happening that we just. We just won't notice, and it'll be fine. Bit like the malfunction yeah. system, no? I I did think it was interesting watching. Is his name Demirka? Am I saying that right? The Demirka. Demirka, yeah. Demirka, yeah. I think so. I did. I, did, <laughs> I think it was interesting watching him play because when they were doing the the cast, because I mean, Veritas brought this up again in his video. I'm reference his video again. Um, he mentioned you know it was going to be interesting watching him play. I was like, oh yeah, I never really thought about that. And just kind of seeing him like just sprint around, like you know, on construction and customs, there's like the break in the wall, or there's a bush, mm-hmm. and and he, and he just like jumps and like flies through it because that's like the you know emergent player behavior. And he was doing it too. It's just like, oh my god, you know, I mean, this is just like, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting because it's like that's probably not what you guys intended <laughs> to happen <laughs> yeah, there, but okay, uh, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's like all the footage, isn't it? From when people are like walking around, you know, check mag and like creep through the bush or whatever. It's just like the reality, like power leap through the bush into the next section, just you know, full on cod, like run up that that barricade bit, like onto onto the tops of these containers. You know, it's just like it's totally different. It's I just find it so funny because it will just the community will just dissolve the game down to its lowest common denominator of mm-hmm. what what works and what doesn't work, and it's. Actually, quite a fascinating process of fact finding and sort of discovering the, I don't know, the most efficient path through to play the game. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good, and that's what the tests are for, right? It's to try and try and get us to that point. Um, have you have you guys been fiddling around with like the changes they made? Because I, I did actually go and recheck the change that Church was talking about last week that I hadn't realised because I hadn't actually played it yet. Which was the the crouch speed has now gone back to normal, but um, I don't know. It's it, I feel like we're kind of getting there with the movement mechanics, like broadly speaking. Yeah. I don't think it's too bad. I think it's all right. Like this, now that we've had like a good amount of time to play with inertia and get to sort of some sort of semi, semi-decent levels, I think I'm starting to feel like it's okay. Like I, I could play with this level of inertia, I think, from, from now on. I don't know what you guys think about it. Should have no, I, oh, no. I, yeah, I, I, it was weird last wipe with the way that the strength elite strength worked, right? You could very quickly skill out of inertia. Um, so sure. by the end of the, you know, halfway through the wipe, I'm like, wow, of course this is great because you weigh, you know, 10 kilos because your armor, your guns, nothing counts. 
Um, but no, this wave, I, I, I actually really like inertia. I think it's in a cool spot. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I definitely don't have as many complaints as I know some other people have where they just don't care for it. It's not their, you know, it's not my Tarkov, you know, it's just the, <laughs> the thing that they really like. Um, but I'm, I'm a big proponent of slowing the game down. I mean, it's funny. I, I like to feel that I'm like, okay, this game, like I can do pretty good, but then you know, I'll go. I'll go into labs every once in a while and man, yeah, I'm so outclassed where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have these guys who have boiled this map down to it's like there is there's these certain alleys that if I ADS, I can see all the way down into red and it's like 150 meter shot on labs. Um, it's just uh, that is not my style of gameplay. I'm much more of like the, um, you know, you want to play it more like a, I don't know, like a ready or not a little bit faster than that kind of thing where it's like it feels like this immersive crazy military shooter um yeah i i actually feel like this is the first wipe where i've been like yeah it's in a good spot it, it, i do feel like it's in a really good spot um inertia didn't make me throw up the first day like it did last wipe where you're like why you know i'm this trained soldier and i can't lift my foot <laughs> like i'm struggling um that's the only other i guess that's the last piece of movement i need is like man if there's a branch in the woods pick up your damn foot it's like don't stop getting stuck on the silly little stuff if there's a bag on the floor it's a trash bag step over it you know that's the last thing then i'll be like i really think we're in a a pretty okay spot but yeah i think he did say about vaulting didn't he did he say the vaulting was still planned yeah um which yeah it'd be be useful or at least just like tweak it a little bit right so that you can walk over some of the smaller steps and things like that if they did actually put some sort of vaulting type mechanic in that would be really cool i remember back when i first started playing PUBG and they didn't have vaulting and then relatively quickly, they were like, oh, we're going to, we're like adding vaulting in the game. And then they did. And it was like, okay, this is actually, it's actually a real game changer. Like it makes a big difference. And I think even though it's probably harder in Tarkov, just because of the density of the maps and the complexity of the, the landscape, it would make a really big difference. Be, partly because of that, right? Because the landscape is so complicated, because it's so dense, because there's so many bushes, twigs, yeah. like buildings to vault through windows and leap into whatever it's so clumsy right now you know people doing like arcadey platformer type like run up the trash bags and then you press the button just at this point or i love that they even changed you know they've got the um the portally type things where there's the oh, one yeah, lead, yeah. yeah and it used to be the off the car lit edge of the thing and now they've changed it a bit so it's actually a bit easier to do so it's like well so many people are doing it but it's less like a skill shot now mm-hmm. um which is like yeah again it's like not really the way the game should be you know it's it you should, if you can get over, you should be able to get over in a, a realistic way. You shouldn't need to, you need to uh, level 32 strength and then you need to be pixel perfect on this particular jump. It's like some kind of speed run or something, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> it's nuts. So, um, yeah. So if they can add that and change that a little bit, then that would be good. I, I agree with you actually. That's, that would make sense. But yeah, the rest of it's felt pretty good. Like if day one felt way better than, than day one last time. Mm-hmm. And even now where they've, they've toned down like regular inertia, but then increase the lean inertia that actually still feels decent to me mm-hmm. um and then with these like latest tweaks that they've made they've kept like the circle peak inertia thing in that's still in the game oh, for now yeah. so you can still do the you know the transfer momentum from a to d via the w and s keys which again it doesn't feel busted um it's you know you have to kind of be concentrating on it but it's a quicker way of doing it than doing the regular one. So I, I don't know whether they're going to get rid of that eventually. I hope not because it feels, it feels so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so smooth, but yeah, we're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. I think they've actually done an okay job on it. I just wish that they had done more of these iterations. I, I don't know why it needed to wait 
all the way until 12, 12, 30 yeah. right. to do it. Why do they need to wait the whole of 12, 12 for making any changes? Right. What you were saying before, right? Like, why can't we have a two-week change where they do, they say, oh, we're going to reduce the acceleration stats to this. And then they go, oh, everyone hates it, so we'll change it back. Now, that's kind of the point. It's like, I don't like it when BSG sort of acts scared of changing stuff in their games. Like, we're supposed to be testing it. You've now got the ETS, which is like the beta to the beta. Right. But then nobody uses it. It's like, hey, we're now into like inception right. level beta testing. Like, what was even going on? You know, just like, just be, be courageous. People are going to mold whatever you do. So you may as well just put out some like real goofy, kooky stuff. And on the exact flip of that, I just wish there was also some stuff like at the beginning of the wipe. I wish, you know, uh, uh, the choice was already changed. So it didn't drop from whatever it was, mm-hmm. like a, a mil XP to like or maybe it was 600, whatever. They had to split it up um, or like removing the RD from the flea market. Like, I wish there was a lot of stuff that day one had been done just to kind of, I don't know, make it feel a little bit cleaner, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Those are some of the changes that I wish, like right off the bat, like I wish we could have caught some of those. Um, with this big move to um, 12.12.3 or whatever, I think. Dot three yeah. one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so- sorry. Church, I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah, the one. you need to get it down to the like 10th, 100th <laughs> yeah, of the okay. decimal. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, um, I, I don't know, guys. I'm, I do, I, I, I yeah, I, it's, it's like I really miss my Dota 2 days. You know, Moon Gig, if you've talked about this, but, you know, there was always, like, six months in, or maybe it was, like, every year, they would do, like, a major, like, a major, major patch, like, just, like, the game was completely changed, and then, you know, they're like, okay, we went a little overboard, you know, let, in two weeks to do, like, a, you know, 7.31A, 7.31B, you know, they'd, they'd come out with these little iterations where they, like, bring stuff a little bit more in line, and it was, like, great, dude, like, that first three-month period of Dota 2 was just, like, you know, all in fascination, mm-hmm. and then... You got the next update and so on and so on. And it was great. You know, they just constantly able to tweak stuff and it was always changing. It was such a fun experience um, to have that sort of like li- live game. Cause Tarkov is like, it, I'm sorry, but it just plays like a live game. I mean, it just does. So to not have like that, those like big gaps where it's like nothing's happening, you know, but you know, I, I just, I just don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. But, um, I did yeah, wanna... especially when it comes to like ammo balancing and stuff, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, because those things can happen. They can do more of that stuff, you know. I know mm-hmm. that they don't really want. It's one of those things where they get, oh, but it's all placeholders because the game's gonna be so different when it comes out. And it's all gonna change. So there's no point wasting time doing balancing now because we've got this and this and this and this and the one and blah blah. So I, I get the argument. I understand, but I do not buy that argument, dude. I'm sorry. I'm a doubter, <laughs> dude. I'm a big doubter. But we'll see. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, I've kind of moved in that way too. Like, I got really hyped. Oh, so hyped, man. I was so hyped for the scope rework. Oh, my word. Dude, I was like watching IRL videos no. of like ACOGs in real life. And I was like, oh, dude, this is the prettiest fucking thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to put this on all my guns. And then we mm-hmm. get in there. And it's like all they did is added the, um, I don't say all. I'm being so dramatic. That's very hyperbolic. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, eye relief, like on all the scopes, just add more eye relief. Yeah. And a couple of them got worse. And I was like, no, <laughs> what is this? You were supposed to, this was supposed to be the patch, you know? It's like, well, we also to be the chosen yeah. one. No, it's, <laughs> what have you then, done? And then you look back like three years ago, like the modding community has uh, created these like beautiful scopes that oh could literally God. just be like imported into the game. And you're yeah. like, why is the, I, I think I've talked about this before, but like, what is the allergy to working with the modding community? You know, mm-hmm. other people, other devs have done it. Like maybe they're scared of whatever, but like, People will do the work, like, if you, if you allow people to do it, 
people yeah. will do the work for free for you. They will. The community people are. You don't even need to hire these people. <laughs> people will just do it for free <laughs> because they just love the game. Like people, yeah. people spend. Look at the people. Look at the guys on the wiki. Right? Like it's insane. Right. The amount of work. Tarkov ballistics. Tarkov changes. You know, there's like the number of people and all the SP mods. Like the number of people who are willing to just do stuff for free because they love it and it's their passion. It's outrageous. I feel that there's a really missed opportunity not tapping into some of that. I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. I genuinely believe that. And like the, the fear of the modern community and like, oh, you might lose control of the game or something. It's just like, like, no, no, stop it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, just like there's a, there's a way to do it in a constructive way. I'm sure there must be. There's other people mm-hmm. have done it. There must be a way. There must be a way. But anyway, yeah, it's PSG's decision. So yeah, there you go. But it does make me sad when you look at those mods and you go, it looks so pristine. There's like YouTube. You can look up YouTube mm-hmm. videos, right, of the, the modern community's versions of the optics. And it's like, this has been done based upon, you know, the IRL on the scope and this and that. And we've got all of the markings correct. And like this, you know, they, they all look super, super clean. They're all the same size. And like, God, mm-hmm. it's just it's frustrating. It's frustrating. They go, oh, we don't have the time and the resource to do it. Whatever. It's just like, people have done it already. The work's <laughs> already, already done. done. <laughs> What I can't understand is why, maybe there's a good technical explanation, but it just bugs me to death that some scopes just have unusable sensitivity settings. And for what reason, technically speaking, I don't know. But, like, I just feel like, oh, man, there's, like, some scopes that I really like, but they're basically unusable to me. Like, I just feel like it's unreasonable for me to, like, because you could be like, oh, just change your sensitivity. Well, yeah, but then now when I am not using the scope, like un-ADSing, <laughs> my sensitivity's all over the place. You know, I won't be able to hit anything. So like, oh, just use a DPA switch. Well, it's not going to get it like one-to-one. It's just, it's not a good... Yeah. They, they should really solve that issue because there's... Is this like there's the Schmidt so, you were talking about? Yeah, the Schmidt. I really like that scope and I've I've used right? it. And it's like, but it's it's just, yeah, I don't I don't like it. I just feel like that would be something... You know, you would want to address in something labeled an optic rework. I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like I mean, even after the rework, right? So they were building that from scratch, right? Yeah. It's like well, so you're just like you look at the scope. You're like, oh, this is like you know, new scope, one by eight. Like we don't really have one by eight in Tarkov. This is insane. It's yeah. so cool. And you're like, wow, the reticle is like so clean. Like the eight times is so good. You're using it, and you like zoom back to the one times, and you're like. <laughs> you're like why can't i move like what's happening am i against a tree or something you're like ah, ah. no it is like i used to use my entire desk to move like three pixels across the one x like what like how did you build it like this guys like come on please it's a new scope too like you just test it for five minutes you know it's very it's very very crazy it's very crazy but, yeah I, yeah I, I feel like it only gets more egregious too when uh, you know i don't mind like when it comes to the scopes, that sensitivity is a big deal. But then you 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 add on the thirty frames you lose when you scope, so you're at like half FPS and you're at like one tenth your normal like sensitivity. And you're like, what what is this? Like, what am I looking at? Then it, yeah, so it's just that combo for me that does it. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I I would honestly love, and I think we talked about this before, but I would love a setting where, and you could just turn it on, and it just it just blacks out the outside of your scope and removes picture in picture, like. In certain, like, if I'm playing Lighthouse, I will g- gladly get rid of my peripheral vision to get my FPS back. Genuinely, yeah. it's one of the main reasons why I don't play that map. Half the time, I'm just using the scope to shoot at rogues anyway, so I don't need to be able to see the blurry. Like, I can't even move the screen around anymore because they've locked us in place. We can't even use Alt now. Right. So, 
and just give it just, just get rid of it right give us the option to remove picture in picture i think um i can't remember who was telling me it might even be in tower or someone who was saying that you can there's other games where you can get rid of it i think you can get rid of it in armor you can like choose whether you have picture in picture mm. mode or the like regular 2d scopes mode something like that um because i mean such as you say it's such a frame destroyer right and especially for people who like i'm running a relatively decent pc like my my cpu isn't amazing for tarkov but I have like a 3700 and a 3070 and I go under 60 when I scope in on Lighthouse and it's like, man, I, f- I feel for the people who have very average rigs, more yeah. average than mine. And uh, I like that, as you say, like 30 FPS. Like some people genuinely play at 30 FPS through scopes on Lighthouse. Right. It's insane. It's insane. Um, that's what I was saying. You could even do it with the iCup. You put the iCup on yeah. and it blocks out the peripheral vision. Right? Yeah, that'd be, I wanted, that'd be I need, smart. I need a button to close my left eye. I'll put yeah. it on plus like control right. Right control or something close my left eye with the eye cup and then i'm looking through and then there you go it's like picture and picture's gone i don't know like yeah please i mean please back in the when i first started playing as well you know i didn't have the greatest machine i mean i've upgraded over the years but i really didn't like using scopes because of the the frame drops you would get like it was so frustrating um because in some cases like you really kind of need a scope or you really want a scope in a certain situation but like you know, I was like, oh, I'll try to like, I try to get smart, right? I was like, oh, let me, let me just get a, something with a tiny amount of zoom. That way it won't, you know, drop my frames. I don't really understand what's going on. And I was like, oh, the Monstrum. And it's like, no, it's still dropping my frames. And it's like, well, I might as well just use the Razor or whatever, the, the Voodoo at the time. Because it's just like, I, it gives me the same crappy performance, but it's better zoom. And it's just, uh, so I say that to say I feel sorry for the, uh, the low spec people out there who, because essentially I just, didn't run scopes like rarely because it just wasn't it wasn't a good experience like it was i felt like i was just actively hurting myself like yeah i can see further but i'm like dipping below in like the 30s occasionally you know it's just like not a good experience so you hear that everyone church the one percent he cares about you <laughs> <laughs> he feels for you low spec loot no i'm just kidding <laughs> speaking of uh Low spec. Um, I hear you're a standard account player. What are you, poor? <laughs> you some kind of poor person? <laughs> Listen, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but um, <laughs> the re- reactions that we get. I mean, I what did, did Veritas recently coin Standy? <laughs> standard Standy. <laughs> He's been calling God. them all Standies. Uh, but I just think it's it's goofy the reaction a lot of people have to white names, and especially. You know, it, it used to just be that I, you know, you buy a standard account, it's the easiest one. It gave you the most challenge, the most stuff to do. Because mm-hmm. um, there was some, there was some fun early on, like building everything up and trader red yeah. matter. Stuff. Um, but I recently upgraded to whatever the tier is right beneath EOD. I'm not, it's, I don't know if it's left behind, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think behind, it might be so. left behind. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about the middle two kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What true. they're called in standard accounts because it's a white name or EOD. <laughs> And so I explicitly didn't buy EOD, but I wanted the more stash base because now that I'm making content, if I ever kill a streamer, their reaction to a white name is typically leagues better than if it's an EOD. Um, and so it adds so much value because my content's so trashy and like <laughs> pokes so much fun at people sometimes that that's like, um, <laughs> it's just become kind of a staple of the channel. Like if I ever put up a, you know, a video killing a streamer and we have that back and forth. The comments are just like laughing about how they got so mad that I'm a white name and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like the rats and chads thing. The, the mm, way that white yeah. names are talked 
it's just hilarious now that it's become this staple of the community when 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 i still spent like whatever you know, i still spent a hundred damn dollars on the right, game whatever right. but um you don't got the crown so <laughs> yeah that guy's really <laughs> sus he doesn't have a crown really sus definitely a, a two-tier player game isn't it you know you've got like the <laughs> Chad so EOD players, you know, and then you've just got like the pariah state, everyone else, like, you know, <laughs> the lower three, just, you know, oh, white name. Oh, got me around. He's probably, yeah. Uh, uh. I, I, I love that. The big brain for the, the for the content, though. I, I approve well, of that. I had a, uh, I, I was doing um, Chinese names the last two months of last oh white. God. So I just go onto a translator website and um, get like, you know, Zhao Xing or something like that as an example and pop that in there. That got some friend requests. That got some people spicy. But <laughs> it's just silly. I just think it's silly. Overall, it's just funny. You know, you yeah, yeah. your name is Zhao and everyone's like, oh, everyone watch out. Watch the guy, guys. <laughs> that one's a cheater. Guys, get out of there. But get my gun first, you know? Oh, man, that's, that's funny. Oh, I'm assuming turns you and I into an S. Is that the saying? Did I say that right? <laughs> Makes an ass out of you and me. But that's thing. it. <laughs> that's why i invited you on your shit because <laughs> you're you and me an ass all right <laughs> so something i wanted to jump back to quickly so i don't embarrass myself anymore was um you were talking to about playing the game you know you like you like you like the game to be more slow or like you want it to be more slow and i i feel like that plays into the survival-y aspect of it you know because it is kind of weird like like me personally i don't really like labs because you know there's a lot of good people and then there's a lot of sus people you know generally speaking sure. like when i was first playing i mean a buddy played we're playing labs and we were really scared but you know our first two raids are pretty good and then our next two raids we got dumpster on what we thought was someone hacking like mm-hmm. back to back and it was just kind of like just ruined the experience for me and i never like went there again um like occasionally i'll go there but Every every wipe, I'll be like, well, I guess I got like 10 billion rubles. Uh, I guess I can afford labs, but then I'm just like, <laughs> mm, nah, I'll go factory or whatever. But um, what I'm getting at is sometimes Tarkov, the way it's like played out with the raid system is like, yeah, there's like survival stuff. Like there's a there's a health bar, there's a food bar, and you know, there's mm-hmm. like these meters, but like it's like in the big picture, it just kind of feels like a more um, I'm trying to think of a game like a like a factorio type of type of game you know like like what is it like you just like you start with nothing but you kind of build like this empire and this like all the gears and cogs are spinning okay, and you're just like cranking out money money and rubles and you know you just get like infinite amount of of wealth essentially at least that's how it that's how it goes for me anyways um but it's kind of it is kind of weird because it's just like you know once like i'm i'm at 41 and i was hoping to hit max traders but that's kind of like my Stopping point for the white most of the time, um, just because I just run out stuff to do and you know screw capo. But it just like feels like the systems, all the systems in place, kind of just incentivize me to run around customs with a SKS with a laser on top and no sight and just shoot BP <laughs> at people and you know just kind of like goof around. Like just not really because I'm like I'm so well established. You know I got yeah so many resources. I, I don't know. It just I feel like. What are your thoughts on? everything i just said and about the universe <laughs> i okay we'll start with the universe bit okay um, no i find it so interesting for tarkov that it does that it is that survival-y um kind of game because it's it's mutated a little bit it didn't used to be like that you know the the ruble has definitely been 
if something what what used to be expensive mm. uh you know it was like oh this is 10k that's a lot of rubles now that same item is like 150k kind of yeah. thing like the the ability to get rubles and the prices is just kind of expanded um but i find it really interesting how ruble based the game has become where i feel like at the end of the day everything is about tasking and filling my backpack and it doesn't matter in between um, we don't have a lot of the, you know, the marked rooms aren't giving us the crazy rare. I'm not pulling a weapons case anymore or a sick mm-hmm. case. Um, there's not, you know, uh, <laughs> let's go lighthouse. I don't know what uh, that map is like a treasure trove, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I also don't play it, but that thing's like a, it's freak when it comes to loot there. But on other maps, it's just about rubles, rubles, rubles. And I'd love to see some sort of, some sort of dynamic barter system where, I don't know. I don't know what the same three items are going to be that I'm like, oh, I need an impact grenade. So I always need to pick up nails. Or I always need to, I don't know, what's the DVL? You need like a military power filter Mm -hmm. and something else Mm -hmm. like that. I think it'd be cool if those kind of things, the items that were up on offer changed and the items that you needed for them changed. So one day it's a DVL, the next day it's a T5000. And he's like, hey, I'm feeling, I'm feeling nice. Three chainlets. And it's like, oh, holy shit. For one day, those chainlets are crazy because it's affordable to run some of these cooler things. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's such a, it kind of goes all over the place, right? it's just such a tough it's just such a tough question because so much depends on other things where it's like why would i ever run a t5000 it's a 308 weapon when i can just get an rfb for whatever 30k yeah like I yeah don't know. i wish Tarkov yeah, was more survivally that's sorry long-winded <laughs> answer <laughs> hey final answer <laughs> survival game please <laughs> yeah we've talked it's, it's interesting that you talk about the the barters and like changing barters because we've talked about this a little bit like if you had that Kind of you know barter of the day for each trader or whatever mm-hmm. but you combined it with the finding raid barters system that could actually work really well because then you can't just fleece the system by buying like tons of stuff off the fleet yep. um and then just bartering it straight for those goods but say yeah you have like a three chainlets thing but they have to be finding raid chainlets and make sure it's nothing that you can craft in the hideout make people actually go out and get the stuff to then go and do those barters i guess it would also make people hoard but if you want to use your space to hoard like tons of junk then i guess that's up to you too yeah um it means you don't have so many rubles i honestly think that more finding raid trader requirements would be better for the gear at the high end or at least stuff that's incredibly good value you can keep the system as it is and you can even have two barters you can keep everything as it is now but say you know oh you can get a slick but you need to have this specific combination of things yeah um it, it could make it more interesting and it's on a, a limited time, you know, like a day or, or a week or, or whatever. Um, I do think that would, that would make it kind of cool. I, I agree with you on that. I definitely think there's more stuff that they can do. Um, and for things like the rare ammo, like we've talked before about 7N40, like no one ever sees it. We've got tons of ammo in the game that now no one sees. Like APSX, no one sees that. Like M995, you can craft it, but then like SSAP and like some of these other ones that are only finding raid, well, they're just, they're just gone from the loop pool now, really. You, You'd be lucky to get a hundred of any of them throughout the whole wipe. So yeah. give people a way to get it that's maybe very expensive, mm-hmm. but it gives some it gives people something to go for. You know, it's like uh, another version of the system that I was brainstorming at one point. It'd be maybe you'd have to tier the loot in some way so it's common, medium, or rare or whatever. Just you know, we've got that system anyway with the different colored backgrounds. But yeah, you know, if they say you need to get five rare items from this category and then you can get yeah. 7 and 40 and that's like the, the you know the barter for, for the day or whatever um and you can you can still limit it as well so people can't just get twenty thousand rounds of it and then stockpile it for the rest of the white but there's i'm sure there's interesting stuff that they can do there to incentivize people to do more stuff in raid because we've talked about this a ton of times right there's like no real point 
in having the barters really other than the price is dynamic and driven by players which is right which is fine um but it's sort of like it's 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 just one step it's it's having those items on the flea market with extra steps <laughs> like we always like to say yeah. about things in the eft so you know if the, if the barter for whatever is three you know three advisors and yeah or whatever mm. then if those things are on the fleet, then it may as well be on the fleet. You may as well have the armor on the fleet. Like, there's no, there's right. no reason to have it this banned from the fleet. Essentially, a, a ruble transaction at that point. Right. Essentially, through the medium of it just so happens to have something in the middle that you can buy from the flea market. So yeah, yeah, I, I do think that more of these kind of finding ways, and it would be it would be optional. You wouldn't have to do it. You need to keep the, the main system as it is. But I hope the main game is a little bit more like that. And that's how you slow the pace of the game down, right? We've seen the pace of twelve twelve be slowed down by removing all the tier sixes and the um, and the tier five armors off the flea market and a bunch of guns and and yeah. whatever. So that then forces people to level up their traders and do the grenadier quest for BP rounds and, and all this kind of thing. And those changes slowly pushing it out, but we're working methodically and slowly towards you know no matter how far along the spectrum you think we might be. It's like mm-hmm. pre twelve twelve Tarkov and here's hardcore. We're slowly working our way towards hardcore by cutting off the top end which may be a good compromise ultimately um and as we remove more and more stuff as people get used to it then we may end up in a, in a steady state i mean the only thing that i'll say as well extra is that i do remember nikita talking about just generally how he's got an idea of how he wants the game to be yeah. and he's slowly gonna walk us there you know he's not gonna make any snap changes and make huge like we thought 12 12 was quite a big deal but they've made even more changes after that so it's the boiling fog thing, right? You just slowly mm-hmm. turn the temperature up, yeah. and the people, yeah, but, uh, you know, just slowly get there. And what, what's the end game? Because like, if if the you know the boiling frog metaphors thing literally, like they've been banning stuff. So like, if they what what's like when it actually is fully boiled? Is it just like everything's banned from the flea market? There is no flea. Is that like the end game? I, I just I don't, I don't know. know. It just doesn't, I don't know where it ends like, up. Yeah. yeah, like it's like I I like how banning the top tier armor plays out, but I don't think I don't like. How do I say this? I like it and I don't like it. I I like it selfishly because of how it plays out, but I think it's just like wrong in a sense. Like, okay, for example, the KS twenty three, right? Let's let's remove found and array from the equation. Let's say you get a KS23 and you want to sell it on the flea market. You can, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to like sell on the flea market and make some money and then go into a array and die to a KS23, you can't at the same time be mad at that because you actively contributed to the supply of selling on the flea market. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a little backwards. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, man, KS20s are so annoying, but you were actively like selling the... <laughs> the thing i've seen like people like queen fps just like delete ks23 center stash <laughs> out of pure spite but um it's just a little weird i just feel like you know someone wants to like trade or in this case sell i guess for rubles i mean right now like rubles is purely trading i don't know it's just a weird thing because i'm, I'm again gonna pull from rust it's just like you know people won't aren't really like too big on selling high tier explosives i mean for obvious reasons because those can be used to destroy your base um and even like high tier weapons they're not like too keen on selling unless they're like you know massive clan like they're beyond they've surpassed surviving they're now thriving they got like a million things just crunking out ak's whatever but um 
point I'm making is like, I just don't see it as a, as a wrong thing for one person to be like, hey, I did this work. I got this really valuable thing. I want to get something else valuable. You know what I mean? And VSG is just kind of like, well, we just can't have these things on here. You got to do all these ridiculous steps. If you want to, if you want to get the thing, like I can't, like if I get a slick and I don't want to use it, what do you do? What do you do? You just, you vendor it and you get, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I don't, I don't even, you vendor it. That's it now. That's the only choice. But if it's a, you know, a rat rig, I can sell in a flea market. No problem. You know I mean? It's just like, it doesn't really, I don't know. I, I, I like feel like there's a fundamental flaw with that way. Like it's the most, like it's effective because it changes the meta in a sense, but it's like such a slap, you know, arbitrary. I mean, everything's arbitrary and it's a video game, but I don't know what I'm saying. I, I know what you're saying, but it's like, you know, the freedom of the game before the restrictions was actually kind of cool, but mm-hmm. the downside of the way the game played out meant that it was very super cyclical, right? And we were so dependent on wipes and the game like three weeks in sucked. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem, right? And it's like, I think I think the problem is is that we just can't have, we can't have everything. We just can't have both. I think we have to make this compromise. And I, I do think it was the right compromise to make, honestly, after yeah. playing through 12.12 and this new patch. It was the right, it was the right compromise. Like the early game is way better. It's the thing people always used to complain about, you know, two days in people are running Gen 4s and stuff from labs and buying, you know, selling tons of crap and then just buying whatever they want because people are taking the stuff from labs and selling it on the flea. And it's just this like, gear just floods the economy. Like, it's way better now and it's unfortunate because I personally used to love playing around with the market and selling stuff back and you know making mm-hmm. those efficient choices and things. Um but you know, it's it's just it's changed the game. For me, it's changed the game, but not necessarily in a bad way, because previously, as you were saying, you know, do you like vendor the slick? And it's not even necessarily slick, so you get something like a, a dutem. Mm-hmm. I normally sell those usually pre well, it depends on what stage you're at, but like you I used to sell them um on the flea. But I probably wouldn't vendor it because it only it's only worth like fifty seven k. So now, so the, before the choice was vendor it, mm-hmm. sell it on the flea, or use it. Mm-hmm. But vendoring it was never really the option ever. Right. So even that though we had three scenario. choices, yeah, even though we had three choices, one of the choices wasn't really real. So you either use it or you sell it on the flea. So now the two choices we have is vendor it or or use it. And the, because the vendor option is so bad, it then makes people use it a bit more. So in some ways it's not terrible because now like if you're trying to play efficiently and you know economically like I normally do, now I'm like, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't well, I would buy a Redutem for fifty-five K or whatever if Ragman had that on offer. So I shouldn't sell it to him for fifty-five K. I should just use it myself. And so you can now play efficiently without feeling like you're making the wrong choice by using the gear that you pick up rather than selling it. Because previously it was pretty much dead cert that selling it is the mm-hmm. right thing to do whereas now you don't have that option so now you have to do something else and you do the next best thing which is use it i think inside there's lots of scenarios like that where i think it's better but i totally i totally hear you i totally hear you because mm-hmm. the, the freedom of the economy and the free flowingness is was really really cool but um again it's all wrapped up in rmt and those restrictions right. as well but it's just a shame that it's gone that it had to go down that that route to get the outcome that we've ended up with i think that's the thing I feel like there's yeah. a little bit more tweaking somewhere down the line with um, like, I mean, with, with regards to what you can and can't sell, or maybe if it's even, we look at the tasks instead, because I think about like uh, the Zabralo and the gazelles 
You know, mm. when you found one of those or you'd zeroed it, oh my goodness, and you pulled that off like a Rashad's bodyguard and you're lugging that to extract, you're like, I'm carrying like 10 million rubles. Yeah, like, yeah. there's some of those moments that I don't think I've had that in wipes because of these changes. Um, and now I, those only pop into my mind like this Brawler because I think about how, like, much like the Black Key card, the barters are out within milliseconds. And like, I don't know how to explain to new players, like, yeah, so you have this task, okay? You need to turn into the brawler. So what you actually need to do is set a timer on your phone uh, and start right. refreshing a couple seconds before because it won't. It's not that's not the real timer. There's a timer in the background, you know. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know. I I I think because they're they're task based, they stick out in my head more because uh, you know it it's just frustrating. But um, it, I guess also like it. I think there would be cool. I think there's cool ways to incentivize. Um, taking more stuff out that was on other players maybe a trooper right it sells for 50k if you just if i buy one from ragman and sell back to him it's like half cost but for some reason ragman loves he just loves bloodied up troopers or something where he's like oh you clearly got this from another player i'll give you i'll give you 110 for it i, I just think like because most players i feel are just still playing for money i don't know if there's a way to incentivize some of that other player gear and you know, say, hey, this should actually be worth a little bit more. Um, then again, I yeah. guess somebody's gonna re me and be like, the well, point of the game is not PvP. It's like, okay, I get it, I get it. All right, I I know, <laughs> I know the point is not PvP. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, oh, it, it nothing sucks more than just having a stash full of like crap because it's not worth selling. And he, like you said, you're like, I'm gonna use it eventually. <laughs> so, so you end up sitting with just a stash full of stuff, but. I don't know. Yeah, that might that that thinking probably doesn't have any place in like kind of like how you're saying Giga with the like what does 1.0 look like, right? What is the 1.0 mm -hmm. environment of the game? What is the economy of the game? Um, <laughs> I'm more thinking for me right now. <laughs> I want to sell this <laughs> stuff for more. Dang it, it's me. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually yeah. what happens is when I loot player gear, it's like, am I going to use this? If it's no, then I don't take it. If it's yes, then I'll take it. But that's pretty much it because like. There's like exceptions, like you know, if it's uh, if it's an ump, I can like slap a bunch of attachments on it that I found or loot off other players, yeah. and then you know, min max that those slots. But like, it's always like it's just gonna get vendored, or it's just gonna I'm gonna use it. And with like weapon maintenance and durability, like usually the if it's below for me, I just don't like jams. I just don't want to deal with it. So if it's like getting in the ninety six percent, I'm just gonna vendor it and buy a new receiver or whatever. Um, <sighs> And it's, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it is weird because you end up prioritizing like stuff you're going to use. And if you don't use it, you just vendor it. Like there would, there's a perfectly, okay. To jump back to the, 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 the Rita example, there's a, in the scenario now it's either I use it or I don't and I vendor it. But in the old scenario, I may not like the Rita but someone else is willing to pay X amount of rubles for it. So I can like still get something out of that value for it. Now it's just like I, I killed a boss guard. He has a reduts. Why would I pick it up? It's going to weigh me down. You know, it's like, I can't flea market it. It's already broken. So if I repair it, it's not going to do me any good. I can just go buy a, a rig off a trader instead of the, the new class five rig. It just doesn't make any sense. Like so many things are just like not worth taking because either it's yeah. like you can't sell it or it's not found in raid. I don't know that part. Right. You feel like you know, you know why, right? You 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 just said it yourself, and mm -hmm. it's because 
you can buy all this stuff on the trailers mm-hmm. once you've done I the task. It's the fundamental problem we've talked about right. again and yeah. again and again and again is that the trader system needs to be changed, right? Like the traders having the fixed things every single re- every single cycle. Like it's either completely sold out if it's a no brainer, but the fact yep. that you go, the fact that you look at a, a, a class five armor in raid that you've got off a, a guard or something, and you go, I don't need to but to bring this because I can pay two hundred and forty k for it or Gazelle or a Karand, right. or whatever else, right? That's the problem, in my opinion. That's yeah. the issue. And it's just like, none of this stuff is valuable because everybody is incentivized to race through the task, that they unlock all the stuff, that then they can run yep. infinite things because picking right. up player PvP gear is completely worthless compared to filling your backpack full of random loot items mm-hmm. because the ruble meta is still here because you still sell all that stuff for rubles, which you then buy the barter items and buy the stuff for the things that you get on Ragman 3 Plus if you're buying armor. And that's just that's just the way the game is. It's been decreased a little bit by the changes that they've made. But that mentality is still there. Like in the scarcity event, I know lots of people hated it mm-hmm. because they didn't get to prepare for it and blah, blah, blah. But the game should be more like that, right? Like if you find a Redoute army, you should be excited. If yes. you find a Slick, you should be excited. Yeah. You shouldn't be going, oh, well, the Redoute is three by four. So that's 12 slots. So that's like 120k. I can only sell it for 60k. I'd rather have, you know... 12 wires and a cyclone in, the, in my backpack instead right yeah. it's just like it's ridiculous it's just that there's not the way like the, the game's broken in that sense and it's because there's not enough scarcity on the traders but it's like how do you balance that it's, just, it's tough but that's the problem i don't actually have a full solution to be honest but that's that's the issue yeah and it's like even in what should have been saying like back in the day where you had that zabralo you know that was like worth a million rubles or you had that weapon case that was worth like a million rubles and, and stuff it was like you know, I don't, I don't find myself, I mean, granted, I've been playing for, you know, two or three years, I don't know, I, I can't keep track, but, you know, I don't find myself ever, even this wipe, I never, like, killed someone, maybe I'm just, you know, skill issue, I didn't kill anyone wearing good gear, I don't know, but I never, like, looted them and was like, oh my god, this guy's juiced out, everyone's wearing crap gear, they're wearing their appropriate level to their trader gear, you know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't make any sense for me to loot a grip that's, like, a meta grip and throw it on my crappy AK, because someone's willing to some someone out there is willing to give me, you know, two armor, two full kits worth. That, that's exaggerated, but like a, a whole full kits worth of rubles that I can, you know, my level one trader gear, full kit loadout for like, you know, what I'm saying it's just like why I could buy like seven shotguns with this grip, or I could use it and and get head eyes by a scab of buckshot. You know, it's just like it's like that's that's the real unfortunate part is I feel like people aren't like. You don't find like when you find the good stuff, it's like, is it does it have a check mark and can it be sold in a flea market? No, then it's not really worth me taking out. And then people design the gear up, it's like only worth me bringing the good stuff if I have the requirements from the trader because that's like the most cost effective way to do it. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a cobweb of spider web of yeah weird mess, but. That scarcity event, you reminded me. I completely forgot about that thing, man. That's the first like <laughs> week I took off from Tarkov. And it was only because I, I'm one of those dweebs who's like, I'm going to fill out my weapon cases, maximize and remove all the grips from the guns. Totally sold them all <laughs> because yeah. I buy them off the flea. So that whole week I was running pistols and scab shotguns because oh. I was like, oh, my metagear is <laughs> sitting in these, you know, I've got 11 thick item cases full of slicks and I'm just, I'm disgusting. But then I'm like, I have no grips. I can't even pick up my own gun. Like my BMC's looking at this, <laughs> this millet or a, you know, like a medieval uh, blunt object. 
He's like, oh, this okay. mutant, this mutant is nothing but a bat at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, where are the events this way? Oh, sorry. I don't really know. I I thought that was really funny, personally. I actually did think that yeah, was quite funny because <laughs> I was like, well, everybody, because I did see some people complaining about it, and it's just like, well, you made some assumptions, and they came, <laughs> they came not to be true, you know. And I sort of like that people got pulled out on that a little mm. bit. It's like you made assumptions about availability and and whatnot, and then uh, you know that, that that comes with risks. But um, yeah, I mean, we haven't had anything have we this wipe so far yeah i guess it's early it's it's too soon we got another five months boys (laughs) but i thought i thought they started doing wasn't the dehydration event like a month in last wipe 412 i thought that was so early um you know what i think it was like a couple months in maybe i'm Um, smoking crack i don't know are you (laughs) could be could be it's where i get my energy for my (laughs) shitty content do a line real quick before (laughs) let's coke well same thing whatever (laughs) What's up, I'm, guys? I'm really... It's Shudaville here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> but I am not on drugs. <laughs> I can't even know what I was going to say. I'm like completely derailed. That is like the train is like off the track and down in the ravine at this point. Um, no, I'm like, I'm really bad with dates and things like that. So I can't remember when the stuff happened in the mm. last wipe. I just don't really know. I'd have to l- go back and like look at the post and like compare the dates and stuff. It's just like, <laughs> you I don't have that. Cannot in remember. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have that in my Excel spreadsheet. It's, it's why, it's why I rely on these things so much. You know, I need these electronic crutches because you go like, oh, you know, other than it being like six monthly, once it gets past back that from that, I'm just like, I don't know when any of the wipes were. I don't know when the events happened. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you anything about when they were. I'm just like so bad at that kind of like placing. If it wasn't very recent, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really really it's really rough. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess like people are still people are still waiting for Lightkeeper. You yeah. know, that's supposed to be some kind of event that's happening. So I, I don't I don't know. Until then, they're probably just gonna chill. I would guess. We're supposed to see this patch. I I don't know when we're gonna see this thing. I've sort of given up like speculating. I don't kind of yeah. don't really care anymore. Right. But we'll we'll see. I do hope it comes in this patch though, and I hope it doesn't be delayed until like the streets part one, which is also going to be part of like the next wipe, whatever they do that in December or something. All right, um, placing so. bets. Who thinks streets coming in like the end of this year? Realistically, I'll go first. I think it's I think it's likely. I'll I'll put it on record. Who's going to be man enough to go second? Should have been. Giga? Uh, I I am on record saying I believe we will get a map, but I think it's if here's my thing. Mm-hmm. They released Lighthouse and said it was good, and everyone got 25 frames, and it's they were silent, like they were like here it goes, and I'm nervous that they're like we're having performance issues. <laughs> like whoa whoa whoa, you didn't say that about Lighthouse, and that was like <laughs> that 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 was fried. So I'm mm. just scared that what like if they're saying they're having performance issues, what the hell? <laughs> like, what does that right, mean? Right. But, no, I, I also think we'll get something. They've sliced it up. They'll give us, I mean, they'll give us one building to walk around in just to say they got some of it out. Not in a bad way. Like, like I just mean, we'll see it. Yeah, I mean, that, that probably is the most likely scenario. I mean, I guess we'll get it with a wipe in December. I, it would be my guess if I was going to have to make a make yeah. some kind of random guess. But we might just get, you know, Concordia and some other bits, which is the same size as a regular map, and we'll have a normal right. number of PMCs. It won't be, we're going to have 50 PMCs, and there's going to be explosives and a, you know, helicopter and a, 
and a tank and, and all sorts of other things. I think it'll just be relatively regular. And I guess it won't be integrated with the other maps. And it'll be, here's the first iteration of Streets. It's, uh, it's one hotel room and uh, you're all just going to fight in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. expectations are, you know, pretty low there, which is, you know, I guess trying to be fair to BSG in a way. You know, it's kind like... of. I mean, I'm fifth. Honestly, like I've I've said, yeah, December, but like I I would not be surprised if it gets pushed into next year. Really, would not. I yeah. Really, would not. Unless yeah, look, just... the performance just isn't good enough. We don't want to release something that just completely sucks. Everyone's playing streets.ppt. It's terrible, and uh, we have to move, we have to move it because we still need to work on on it. I just I can I can see it. I can see it. What do you guys think? I got another question. Is and when's 1.0 coming out? You know, when's like Tarkov is like, when's the project over? What do you like? Is it 2023? End of 2023? 2024? You know, it's, it's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's so weird that I'm hearing Nikita say these things, but I feel like we got so far to go. And I know it can't go on forever, but it's yeah. like really hard to like, because they're so like quiet, so reserved. You know, we just got a Q&A podcast and he like, said a bunch of things, confirmed a bunch of things, but we have nothing to see for it. I mean, we got some, like, cool animations of, like, play- different placeholder assets in there, but it's just, like, you know... I just... I, don't, I mean, I feel like me and Gabe have both said we kind of feel like the um, 1.0 will look very similar to the beta, but, like, I was just listening right. to Clean earlier today. He put out a video, and he was describing his time working at BSG, where he used to be their, like, U.S., um marketing guy and um through his like contacts with nikita and then the team and what he's been like told bits and pieces there he put together like a story of 1.0 i was just like dude i'm i mean that's great if they get there but i just really don't know if that's gonna happen and what nikita's saying is like hey we want to be done with this thing in the next couple of years what <laughs> what do you guys think about that i'm gonna make you go answer this one <laughs> Dude, it's, it's rough. I was I was getting distracted while you while you were chatting. I was getting distracted by uh, someone in chat, Strange Computer Bandit, who said we might get one street instead of all the streets, which just made me laugh. I was That's like trying funny. to hold back. I was trying to hold back That's a chuckle. <laughs> I heard this whole time. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, oh god, I mean, in in all seriousness, I can see one point coming out at like the beginning of 2024 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's like far that. enough away for them to get the things they want done and to cut the stuff that's just not going to happen. Right. right. But enough time that they're also thinking like, this just needs to be finished, at least at least in the 1.0 stage. And they can tinker with some stuff afterwards, but... I just can't see it any sooner. I just I don't see it any sooner than December mm. 2023, you know, if they stick to these like six monthly white periods. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, what does that even look like, right? It's like if we get streets in December now, then what we've got two like we've got one more wipe and then the game ships, like Right. For real? Like I just uh, I don't know, dude. I just I don't see that. So that's why I think twenty twenty four, maybe like summer twenty twenty four, so maybe not even maybe it'd be like at the end of the year. I'm not sure. Maybe we've got two. Maybe we've got two of it years of Tarkov, like pre 1.0. I don't know. It's so hard to call. 
It's so hard to call. Maybe they'll just decide that, oh, screw it, you know, we made enough money, we'll just close all the servers down, it's just, it's over. <laughs> yeah, they go basically daisy with a scorched earth. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're making 2028 now, we're spending way too long on this stupid game, we're just closing it down for the good of humanity and uh, and, our, and our own sanity. You go, go do something productive, like, see you later. <laughs> some of y'all need to shower, it's been a couple of years. Good go touch some grass. <laughs> Bye. I mean, honestly, this is because it does sound really, like, dark, but I feel like that that timeline may not be the worst thing in the world because if the if the project did go dark, then potentially if it was just a dead IP, the modding community could just get if they could get their hands on it, if they could get it running up on some servers, and it just became like this freeware thing. Like, dude, I mean, I, I don't know. I w- I wouldn't mind taking a peek in that timeline. I don't know if I would want to live in it or experience it, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a tangent. You were gonna say Shadowville that. No, I'd almost, I'd almost flip the question because it is, okay. I think, the biggest point. It's almost impossible. Like, mm-hmm. pick a date and say. But I think for me, it's like, I would be. There's a. What would be your, like, okay, if the game we're playing today is actually 1.0, what are the few things that it needs fixed before you give it the thumbs up? Like for me, right? I'll explain this. Like, I would take the game we have today. Just fix your damn AI. I want, I mm. want cool AI. I want them sliding into cover. I want them like doing stuff. And if you, if you fix them and make them fun to engage with and not more of a frustration, I guess, um, that's when I'd be like, okay, fine. Right. I know that they've said they're going to keep a, they're going to keep a team working on DLC and stuff. It's like, I would, I would give it my thumbs up. Um, but man, I mean, I, I, we don't, have to, we don't, we shouldn't talk about it. I know everyone talks about it. Oh, dude. AI. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah, bears me out, true. man. I finally met the goons. Oh, did you? How was it? I've been looking for that. <laughs> I got two shot by night into the chest with M61. <laughs> wow. That sounds awesome. In fairness, it was kind of my fault. Okay. In fairness, because I heard the GL go off and I was like, huh, that could be big pipe. <laughs> and then I kind of forgot, like, I, I kind of forgot that they can only spawn on Weather Station and I needed to go uh... to Weather Station. And I just sort of did. I just sort of didn't think about it. And I was just like, for some reason, I just was like, oh. And this again, I think this was on like the very early days when I was come back, so I wasn't really like thinking straight. And I was like trying to deal with the whole like out of body experience and speaking to chat at the same time. <laughs> and I just like strolled up into Weather Station to go and plant my signal marker. And uh, I was like, oh, it sounds like it's kind of down by pier or something. I just thought no more of it. And then I walked up the hill, and I was just like, pop up, you dead boy. And I was like, oh, okay. That's kind of my fault. And the chat was just like, yeah, but we're waiting for that. <laughs> just like, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, what is it like? Goofy. AI, audio, networking. I think those are the three pillars. Now, see, yeah. that's interesting because I feel like I'm going to pretend to be Nikita and pretend to know what he, he thinks and does. So, you know, Grant, this is like complete bullshit. But I feel like his thing is one point, or obviously one point out. <laughs> storyline quest right because that's the big thing he always totes right the storyline quest all the maps that they've already said i think like streets is the final map because suburbs or is town included no so suburbs and town are uh dlc which basically cancelled and then streets (laughs) and terminal right the the two oh that's right right so you get those two maps right um criteria what else i'm trying to give any big ones i guess the third one you can lump in there whatever they can achieve that they've said throughout the years in the time frame like whatever gets cut like the armored 
or the custom rigs, for example, that seems to have been cut content. Yeah. Um, but like perhaps maybe we'll get advanced armor hit hitboxes. Perhaps maybe we'll get um, falling over animations. Perhaps maybe we'll get ragdolls and you can track characters, lockpicking, all, all the various stuff. But I feel like those two things are like just get the maps done, just get the storyline quests. That's like the main criteria for you know the audio hey we did some tweaks here networking hey you know we did this but it's i don't know it's like the dark skepticism or cynical look i I know where you're coming from i know where you're coming from because like i was piggybacking off you know should have also think of saying well Mm -hmm. if i wanted the game released in its state right now what needs to be fixed and that's kind of where that that comes from but like yeah turning it completely on its head saying for from nikita's perspective what features need to be added to the game you know we have audio we have networking you know it's really it's it's in the game you know it's in the game so it just needs to be it just needs to be improved yeah yeah but the feature exists in the game so i i see i see what you mean right it's like connected maps and the addition of streets plus like storyline quests or whatever i I think they're going to do the connected maps thing maybe because it's important to streets I think yeah, it's important to streets. That's true. They, he does he does make a, a big labs, point about oh, that. Right. Cuz it's like the yeah. labs factory streets like thing is going to incorporate the connected maps. I think and I've been t- telling my chat about it right and I've been discussing with them for a long time and um, probably ever since I made the video about the open world and I regret God, did I, call, I can't even remember what the title was. I hope it wasn't open world because I'm trying to like backpedal on the term open world because I think open world gives people the wrong impression. Yeah, people I think, think so. it's going to be like Daisy. It's, I just don't think it's going to be like I that. Think I think so it's either. going to be connected maps. It's going to be the map we have now, except because you're on customs, Linehouse is going to be blocked, right? Mm. That's what it's going to look like. You're still going to go from raid to raid. We're still going to have raid timers. Originally, they wanted to get rid of them. They're not going to get rid of them. Like you said, they're, they're going to stay. And some extracts are going to be linking to other maps only and you won't be able to go back to the hideout and stuff like that right it's going to be a more restrictive version of what we have now but i believe it'll be very similar i don't think it's gonna be open world i think it's gonna be connected maps instead i've like become quite uh adamant in my belief that that's the way that it's going to go down because i just don't see how it's going to work otherwise like as much as we all would love to have some kind of the cycle type you know entry into live raids thing with like six hourly servers and cycling of loot and like respawning of loot and stuff like this it's just i just don't see it happening i think it's way too radical even though i think it'd be amazing for the game right i think it's way too radical and i don't think it's going to happen i think it's still going to be raid based the items are all going to spawn at the beginning and they're going to continue to be there the maps are going to be connected in such a way that all it does is restrict your movement from one to another certain extracts will let you go to the um to the hideout and others won't some extracts will let you go to different maps and, and others won't and i think that's what that will end up being like personally um and so that's why i don't think it's actually necessarily that hard like it's not technically that difficult because you just say oh well now you're on this map you, know, you can't get there or you can't go to the hideout because you're on, on this bit and, and but i think that's going to be intrinsically linked with the storyline the storyline quests because that's really important like how you unlock the maps and unlock the traders and move through right. the, the, the map i think it's going to all be tied into that I can that's my that. that's my personal belief um again it's all speculation but that's what i think will will happen so i think that all of that's tied together but yeah i did i don't know yeah nikita probably just has this kind of He's got his bucket list of things that he wants to have on there. And when those those are completed, he's probably got like, these things must go in. These things are nice to have. Right. And we'll do as many of the nice to have things as we can alongside doing the things that we really need to, to get done. And then he's got probably some date in his mind of when it needs to go out for whatever reason, um, whether he wants to move on or whether he has, yeah, there's other people who work in the company, right? It's not just him on his own. So the, 
there's other people who have other goals and other ideas of what the studio should be doing or whatever. Yeah. So we, do, we don't know what kind of priorities he's working in himself. He does seem to have quite a, a large scope to do what he wants, which is good, but it's just so, it's so hard to tell. So, yeah, we will see. I, I, t- I totally get that point. I totally get that point. Well, um, I mean, should we wrap it up here, boys? Unless, should have a, you got anything extreme or radical you want to say? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, I mean, wait, you pause. Hold on. No, I, no? no. Okay. I, All right. Everybody record well, your gameplay. Anybody, if you have, there's so many light <laughs> softwares, record it. Record everything. You'll be shocked. I don't know. You'll see less cheaters. And all of a sudden you realize you're an idiot. And there was a guy three feet to your right. I don't know. It's fun to watch your stuff back. Don't <laughs> record your gameplay. That's my final, <laughs> my wisdom. You know? <laughs> take it. Take it. Anyway. <laughs> I guess if we have like a couple of minutes, I, I, won't, I won't wax lyrically. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try. I will try not to. Have either of you two used the new... Tasmanian Tiger Rig. Which one is that? It is the Class 6, available at Ragman 3, oh. which has four 2 by one slots. I have not, but I'm very interested yeah. to hear what you're going to say. Have I been screwing myself? Is that what you're about to tell me? <laughs> they used to... You've been using it a lot? It's, it's, it's interesting. So I've actually been doing quite a bit of testing mm-hmm. on... It, it was it was about this rig in particular, but also about armor damage because I started like delving a little bit into the armor damage thing with the APM. Like we talked about this before, Church, and um, I had like people sending me like tons of stuff, and I've been sort of absorbing it and, and things like that. But I think there's a there's a couple of like interesting takeaways. Like I'm putting together like a proper video on the rig, but there's like a lot of other random topics that it touches on. The, the problem with this, right, is that I'm trying not to make it like a math class. Like, like what I've been accused of previously in the, in the comments. But the issue is, is that to understand what's going on, yes. there's a certain amount of like background understanding that you right. need to have. And people on their like first wipe, whatever, like there's no way that I was looking at this stuff in my first wipe. There's no chance. But I mean, there's more information now than there was back then, even though people were doing testing and whatever. It was just, we know so much more and there's so many more tools. You can understand it quicker. But it's it's quite complicated because to look at whether the tiger is better than i don't know the current it all comes down to the armor damage points from different rounds right um across the broad spectrum of the things that people actually use so maybe maybe let me just like throw out a few interesting things so the tasmanian tiger so it's class six but it has really low durability right it's got 40 durability and it's ceramic that means that the effective durability is 50. It's like one of the lowest durability armors in the entire game. Hmm. But interesting thing to note, which is something that I've suspected for a while and kind of knew, but never had it like parameterized. When you get shot with a class six, if you normalize this stuff for, for the, um, the armor material within the effective durability thing, if you're looking at it on an effective durability basis, armors in class six take less damage from the same bullet from from an armor damage perspective than a class 5 does. And class 5 takes less damage than class 4. So okay. you can't just cross-reference from class 6 to class 5 and say, it's 50 durability, so it's, it's dog shit. Like, you, you, can't, you can't do that because the class 6s take less damage. So effective durability isn't even apples to apples. It works within mm. the class, but it doesn't work between classes. So interestingly, 50 durability in class 6 is 
kind of like 60 durability in class five. Really? It's, it's not precise. It's not like it's not precise one to one. That's it's 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 about it's roughly about that though. It's, okay. it's roughly about that. Um because when you yeah, when you look at it, the it's about a tw- it's about twenty percent. It's about twenty percent less damage that you take using your class six than using your class five. And for a class four, like you take like thirty three percent less damage. So against the class fours, the fifty effective durability is more like seventy five durability, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Then you've got the second effect, which is what makes it like more complicated, is because then as each time you lose durability, the pen chance goes up. But because right. it's class six, it only drops below like class five effectiveness at about forty five percent of its durability. So the thing about something like the Gazelle or like the Corund or whatever is that like at half durability, it's like a class four and gets destroyed by all the ammo that everyone's using. Whereas the Tiger gets to 50% durability and it still acts like a Redu M hmm. on the next shot, which is kind of kind of weird. But because it's got low durability, it like acts in a it acts in a really weird way. So for example, like 40 like 45 AP. I didn't okay. expect this to happen, right? 45 AP, because the armor class is so high. And the penetration is so low, like 38, like relatively speaking, it was the lowest of the ones we tested. The percentage chance of penetrating is like zero, zero, zero. And you're taking flash damage the whole time. It's like mm-hmm. zero, 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 90. <laughs> and you die in five hits, no matter what. It's like 100. You, you, will not, you will not survive six shots ever, but four shots, you'll be basically completely okay. It's like, it's, it's oh, really so binary. Wild. It's like so binary. Um, and so the ones I'm focusing on is, is those two. So like this, this actually I've got like tons of data. We did like we did 45 AP, we did BT, we did MAT, 506A1, BP. But I was like I've had to focus on two because it's just like it's way too what much was, information. What was BP like? So I'm that curious. BP is the one that I've been looking at okay. the most. Yeah, that's um, the one I'm really good. And it's and it's the one that really matters, right? Because right. That's the one that people get so butthurt about because it's like the meta round. Yeah. You know, people people care about like M80 and M M62. Right. But like the oh. guns are kind of expensive. Like M62, like an M80, like they're good damage, but the, the pen's not that good, right? Like M M62 is like what, 44 pen or something. It's like something weird like it's that. Okay. It's not that great. Like it's right. the 47 pen of BP and the 58 damage that makes it just like it, it will just kill you. You know, like a so gazelle, for example. You take two shots through that, and it pens both times, even with missing. And this is the thing: I've got all the data now, so now I can now I know that this stuff is true. If you take a shot through a gazelle with from BP, and it pens on the very first hit, you'll get forty three damage from fifty eight. So there's a lot of mitigation. Oh, but okay. shot two that penetrates deals forty seven. So it's ninety damage. You die, and that happens like fifty percent of the time. So through Basically, well, most of the class fives, it's like a fifty percent chance to just get two shot. Um, it's definitely with the gazelle because the second chance is like ninety percent, so it makes it like overwhelmingly likely. Whereas with the the, the tiger rig, the first shot is like one point one percent chance to pen, so that like mm. almost never happens. Yeah. So you get the first shot you for free. The then the second shot it takes you from, and this is where the data comes in handy. So the second shot takes you from. Where have I got this? Oh, it's on the other tab. It takes you from 40 down to 21.4 durability. At 21.4 durability, it's still only a 30% chance to pen you. Because it's oh. still because 40 because 45% of a class six's max is the, the level five point, right? That's the class five right. point. And 21.4 is like 55% or something. So we're still yeah. like a decent wedge right. above. 
And it's kind of in a sensitive area too, so that's kind of like where it makes the difference. But it's only 30% to get to get two shot. So sorry, to, to get a penetration on the second one. So when you like boil it down, and like this is why I have these like I've got this whole like page full of like <laughs> probability trees and all this stuff. Um, because it gets kind of complicated. But I try to like boil it down to the, the simplistics. And the way it boils down is like one third of the time you get three shot, and two thirds of the time it takes four hits to kill you with BP. It's insane. Oh. It's insane. The third shot. The third shot, you have no armor damage. You know, like if you, so if you deflect the first one and you deflect the second one, you take 10 um, blunt damage and then 14 for 24 damage total. And then the, the armor is completely busted. Mm. Like totally busted. It's as if you're wearing nothing at all. But because the blunt damage on it is so low, you take the full 58 for shot three, but it only deals 82 damage. So it can't kill you because the blunt damage mm. is so low. On shots one and two. Oh, I see. I see. You don't have any armor. After shots one and two, you don't have any armor, but you took like no damage. It still takes two more shots to kill you. 66% of the time. So two thirds of the time, you take four hits to kill. One third of the time, you take three hits to kill. For the price, I think it's good. It actually works. It's, it's interesting because it works better for the better rounds. Kind of. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's better against BP. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, better, it's better against BP because the crappier rounds will just slowly chip away. Right. And whether you're using class five or class six, it won't pen either of them. So it goes chip, 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 and then it kills you. So, like, what I ran, like, that was actually the most annoying simulation was the AP, the 45 AP against the, um, the Gazelle. That was, that was the most annoying one. But the, the long story short on that is very roughly, it's like 10% of the time you get four shot and 90% of the time you get five shot. Whereas with the Tiger, you get five shot 100% of the time. That's the only scenario. So it's actually not that much better against the crappy, like, fast firing rate rounds it's not it's not that much better but it's way better against bp yeah that's so weird that's kind of bizarre (laughs) see i've always made the horribly wrong assumption that you know if if my slick was wait uh okay whatever if my uh okay what is this one called the tiger rig tiger tasmanian tiger sk the task what's the max durability is it 40 right 40. 40. Yeah. So if, if that rig was 20 out of 40, then that's effectively a class 3 rig. That was always my operating assumption. Like, oh, it makes sense. You know, it's number 6, class 6, 40%, 100, that's maximum. Oh, you know, if it's at half, then it would be half of its class, which would be class 3. But clearly that is not the case at all. Um, wow, this, this, is, this information is interesting. So it's like you kind of want... Because is it ceramic or is what's the material? Ceramic. Yeah. So hmm. it's not good. Like it's not it's not good. That's why the effective durability good. is so low. Because that takes into account that. Yeah. So it's not like it, this isn't gonna change your life, right? Like a slick yeah. is still better. But the fact that it's 150k and you you pay that for gazelle if you do the barter. I think because they even increase the price of, of the gazelle armor this wipe. It's like 140k anyway. So these two things are like equivalent. I think this thing's strictly better. And you get okay. rig for free. Does it come with, um, does it protect your stomach? It doesn't. I didn't think it does. But for the lower armors, in some ways, you could argue that's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It's it's pros and cons, you know? And this thing's quite good against, like, higher tier rounds. So you probably shouldn't be using it in CQB anyway. It's quite quite a good, yeah, it's quite. And one more thing, it's seven and a half kilos. This thing is quite a good, like, DMR, like, sprint around flanking, Mm -hmm. you know, run about 
on woods and sort of medium range people with like an SR and stuff. That so it's it's kind of is that kind of armor. I think that's sort of how I've, I'm feeling about it at the minute because um, it gives you a few chances against some of the big the big bullets. Quite interesting. It's quite interesting. But yeah, it's so hard without the data. Now that now we've got enough data, and like I'm probably going to end up looking more into like armor damage and stuff. But there's like so much of that prerequisite work that needs to be done to go into this and having the information or whatever, but I was like, man, I'm like overwhelmed by the amount of data that I have here, because it's all well and good having it's all well and good having like, I have like each shot and what the health was, mm-hmm. and I healed up between each one, because I just wanted to know what the damage was for, for each. It didn't matter like, oh, it kills you in three, it kills you in four, because I can work that out myself. Like, I, What I wanted to avoid is I wanted to avoid we went into raid 20 times and we shot it with 55A1, and four times it did five shot, and three times it did two shot, whatever. Like, that, yeah. that's, that's fine. That's okay as like a first take. But what I really wanted to know is I wanted to know the, the actual armor damages as it comes through, rather than relying on you know, all the frag chances and da, 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 doing a small sample size. Because even with offline mode, it takes, it takes a long time to get all this information. But if you have the armor damages, you can then use Battle Buddy to figure out what the percentage chance is for penetration. And you can do the calculations yourself then. And you can, you know, you can like know the answer as opposed to just doing some kind of simulation right, 20 times and going, well, here's kind of approximately what it looks like. Um, and it gives you much more flexibility. So, like, I was kind of getting, that's why I was getting a bit overwhelmed with the data because I was like, oh, I'm actually going to have to, like, simulate this and say, okay, well, the first shot, this is the chance. Then the armor damage goes to this. That means the pen right. na- is now this. This is now the pen chance. And this is if it pens, if it doesn't pen, and then what's the chance of that? And you have to go through the full tree for it. So it gets a bit crazy. So that's why I ended up just doing two. There might be some interesting stuff within 55A1 and M80 and BT as well, but I just haven't had, a, it, like, it took me all day to go through all the information and do it properly on this. So I was like, I'm just going to go insane. So it's good. let's just go like the bottom end of the spectrum and like the top end of the spectrum and see what happens. And like both are interesting. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, we'll see. So maybe I'll do like a more generalist one because I feel like I'm starting to get a handle on armor damage now. Finally, finally, it's taken me, it's taken me ages. It's taken me ages to actually start to feel like I actually understand it a bit better. Um, I mean, not like two weeks ago, I thought it was based on flesh damage, which it's not. It's, it's only based on pen. Yeah. The only thing that matters. It's crazy. It's quite, quite interesting. But yeah, Very interested anyway. to see the fruits of that work what what comes of it what new uh information we could gather i yeah i will say i did i do want to mention this quickly is um i feel like i might have given the flechettes a little bit too much of a hard time um so i did some more testing and i found out that the it's all the shotguns are kind of crap, except for the 153, basically. Um, because it has some of the better stats, just a lot of various factors. Um, like the new one, the Benelli, its spread isn't good. It's mainly like the accuracy thing with the with the 153, right? Mm. Um, even though the, in, interesting enough, the Sega shotgun, its accuracy stat on the weapon inspect screen is worse than the 153, um, it performs like virtually the same. Like the pellet size at X meters as you go out. The the difference though is that I'm not sure about the consistency. Like the ring of pellets is the same, if that makes sense, but like where they land of your center point, I don't know that much about. Um But the other shotguns, like they they kind of line up with their the accuracy stats. So the one five three is kind of correct, is my point. And what really makes flechettes goaded 
or shotguns goaded is putting the monster claw on there. The thing reduces so much recoil, it's not even funny. And it's locked behind mechanic four, I think. So it's kind of a it's kind of a decent lock. I mean you can you can throw on the the GKO2 on there, but it's not the monster claw. That's dude. me, I'm level 39. So dude, the I'm monster claw is a game changer, dude. That thing makes it really like you can you can fully like just spam the trigger with that thing. Um low durability 153 it doesn't seem to affect the accuracy i'm not totally sure about that just some very light testing which is a weird thing i'd be love i'd love to like dive into that more but anywho 153 is really goaded so you kind of want to use that in addition with flush jets i feel like everything else is kind of like subpar um and Monster Claw is like makes it really good. Now it's like I did some testing on effective distance, and I feel like one five three. You're really pushing it at fifty meters. Like you, it technically, <laughs> it technically does like hit them, but like one or two pellets, right? And it's random, so it's like it's not ideal. But you can you can fire your full nine load of flechettes and kill them. Like it, it's possible. But all the other shotguns really can't compete with that. So. I've been running it around as a meme gun, like generic use, because it's like it's ridiculous. Because the I'll just drop the shells for loots because they're worth like two, like the twenty stack is worth like two thousand rubles. Like it's worth nothing, dude. It's yeah. worth nothing. And I just ha- I've been buying up a huge supply, but I've been kind of giving it a go. I feel like I might have given it a little bit of a hard time because it's not been like the most broken thing I thought it was. It's just like it's really good, but like. You you kind of want to have these things work in your favor, like the monster claw, like the one five three, um, them being under fifty meters. You know that helps a lot. So <laughs> it it's just just wanted to sort of like clarify. Perhaps maybe I was a little too harsh on the shirts. Yeah, I mean that's what stops it from being broken entirely, right? Is that you have to be close, and on other maps outside of on, on factory, it's busted. Yeah, that's the thing. On factory, it's busted. Whereas other maps, there's distance. To take into account, so other guns are a bit better, unless you're like really careful and with your pathing and stuff. Is my take on it? Yeah. I just want a laser for my Benelli. I'm a simple man. Just let me put my <laughs> damn lasers on my damn gun. Shut up. You, you don't mod guns. This guy I'm talking like acts like he mod guns. Look, Giga, I played with this guy. No, no, I played with this guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't build guns." I was like, "You what?" He's like, "No, I don't look at the stat screen. I just, I just use whatever I get off players." Now, think about this for a second. Have you ever considered that the reason you got the gun off the player was maybe because they built the bad gun? I'm just saying, okay? I'm just saying. I, I cannot imagine. I'm being, I'm being like, facetious here, but Whatever, I cannot dude. imagine playing this game without, you know, min-maxing every little stat and, like, every little, like, you know, nook and cranny. <laughs> I'm just, oh, man, that's just, like, like, when I'm first starting out, like, yeah, it's overwhelming, but, like, once you get all the the knowledge foundation it's like oh i love it like that 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 turns me on dare i say <laughs> that's how i like general sam <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's i don't think it's a it's a, not a testament to their mutant their meta mutant that mm-hmm. it couldn't see me in the dark corner of b2 with an impact grenade <laughs> so i'm gonna keep running that meta mutant <laughs> that was not a skill issue for them that's actually true. yeah you should have checked your corners stupid right <laughs> what do they always say check every corner you should have known that there was gonna be an impact flying at you in three seconds and uh, left peak free. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to left peak d2 damn it 
<laughs> you got me there, dude. You don't you don't have to mod impact grenades. <laughs> damn, damn, that's true, no. And now I learned today I can sprint with those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be a menace. Uh, <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again, Shadowville, for coming on, man. It's a uh, pleasure having you on. And yeah, thanks for having me. It's fun. Yeah. And otherwise, what's that? I said it's been a good one. <laughs> it's been a good one. I was just slightly delayed. I was thinking about Shadowville running around with impact grenades. Honestly, it's a terrifying thought. <laughs> yeah. Screaming in VoIP like a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. But yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we will catch you all next week. Later. It's so hard to go from like ridiculous <laughs> church to serious church at the end. I just like, I can... yeah, it's tough. You're it's nice tough. I'm a totally same individual. <laughs> yes. I didn't talk about cat girls at the beginning of this. 